Welcome to Primary Attribute, or Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the castle keeper or game master, as it's known in a lot of other systems, and I use they them pronouns. Hi, my name's Adam. I play as Vons. Vons is a free fox folk alchemist guy who um, is having a great day. <laughs> we use he him pronouns. I'm Erin. I play Ericene. I use she or they pronouns. Ericene uses she her pronouns, and Ericene is having a great day. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy, the half halfling wizard. That's right. And we <laughs> use she, her pronouns. Um, Wealthy's having, I assume, a great day. Um, although I may be coughing a lot. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the cobalt illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns. And uh, uh, Grix is having a great day. You get a chance to review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find us. It makes you feel good about ourselves. And you should do it for every other podcast you enjoy, too. And afterwards, you'll have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> no, no recap this week because this is the Halloween episode. Ooh. Second annual. Yeah. Oh god, we can say that shit. now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, might as well just roll into it. Huh? Wealthy. Oh god. <laughs> you wake up disoriented. You are strapped to a soft chair in some sort of metal box. Oh. Light blazes in at you from outside through seemingly windows. What do you do? I'm, oh God, um, I'm strapped to a chair. Mm -hmm. Okay, I look down. How am I strapped to a chair? Is it leather? Is it rope? Is it what? Um, it reminds you of cloth, but it doesn't seem quite right. Maybe it's like tinned canvas or something like that. Okay. Also, as you tune in, you realize there is the sound of singing coming from somewhere, but you don't see a source. All right. Are my feet, are, are my feet, um, uh, tied down too? No, the the straps are going. Um, there's one across your chest and one across your waist. Okay. Does the chair? Will the chair move? Uh, seemingly not. No. Oh fuck. Um. All right. So, what kind of singing am I hearing? Is it, uh, okay. So, I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck. Uh, can I move my hands? Yes, your hands are free. My hands are free, but I can't. You know, it's it's not like really. There's not a lot of give. Okay. Um. Uh. What kind of Okay, this is going to sound like a stupid question. What kind of chair is it? Is it a hard chair or is it a soft chair? You it's know? upholstered. It's part of like a bench with a back that runs the width of this metal box. Okay, so. And there are a couple of chairs in front of you too, but no one's in any of them. Can I see anything about the box other than the fact that there are chairs? I mean, does it remind me of anything? Am I, am I in like a train car or something? I mean, you wouldn't know what a train car is in the first well, place. Well, I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. My yeah, nose is bleeding. But um, <laughs> it doesn't remind you of anything, really. Okay, it's nothing. Having, I'm having all these with. chairs facing the same direction is kind of weird. The closest thing you could think of would be like an auditorium, but that doesn't, or a classroom. But this is okay. far too small for that, and doesn't make any sense. All right, and okay, and so where is the light coming from? You said there were windows. Are there, there are windows. Windows all around. Are they in front of me? Are they up high? There's windows in front and behind you and on the left and right. They vary in size. The one in the front's pretty big. The one in the back is small and kind of far away, actually. And the ones on the sides are like just smaller and with smaller kind of square windows. Okay. And what kind of light are we talking about? Are we talking about bright light, yellow light, white light? Uh, you focus in on it. It is bright and it reminds you of sunlight. Okay. And where's it coming from? From in front of me? Um, all directions, pretty much. Oh, okay. So it's pretty consistently all directions. Yeah, it seems like it might be slanting in from the back a little bit, but not to any extreme degree. 
Okay. And can I see anything beyond the light? Make a wisdom check. Focus your eyes upon the world. My wisdom is, oh, Jesus. Three plus five is eight. It's really bright, and you just <laughs> woke up from unconsciousness, and you're just having trouble. Okay. Um. All right. So I'm disoriented. It's bright. Uh, but I hear this singing. What kind of singing am I hearing? Um, it appears to be a single male vocalist of some description. Kind of higher pitched. A lot of instruments going on in the background. Am I in heaven? This is the weirdest heaven I've ever heard of. <laughs> and as you're thinking that, about then, the door opens. The door? Where's the door? Oh, hey, sleepyhead. Oh, Jesus Christ! Erythine? <laughs> Hi! Oh, oh you shit. fell asleep, babe. Oh, What's shit. wrong? Come on. Hey, Wealthy. Oh, God. Wealthy, grab your bag. What? I can't get... Oh, God, I'm so fucked up. Um... I, I can't get out of this chair. I seem to be tied down. Oh, just it, the buckle is just like right on the side there. Can I move my left, hand to get to the buckle? Left side. You, you can, but the buckle doesn't match any kind of buckle you've seen before. I don't know anything about this buckle. I, I, Ericene I like hops into the box and uh, just like reaches so over and presses the button. I'm so fucked. The, the buckle unlocks and the... The straps um, slide back, and you are free. Are you okay, sweetie? Um, I'm fine. I I don't know. I don't know where I am. I'm so screwed. <laughs> oh, oh, babe. So... Oh, we're at the cabin. Don't worry about it. The cabin? Where's the yeah. cabin? Oh, on the lake. <laughs> you know, my grandparents' cabin. There's no. There's no lake <laughs> on the arcs. That's the arcs. No place has a. Nobody has a cabin on the lake on the arcs. What are you what? talking about? What's the arcs? You, you had a weird dream, babe. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you people are so cruel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you did kill all of them last time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me running. Okay. Okay, so... Okay, um, this is... Alright, so I stand up. Do you want to get out and come in the cabin and sit down, babe? Yeah, I'll okay. come in. Alright. What the fuck? I am so... Okay, I'm really disoriented and confused. I grab her bag. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, uh, you, you clamber out of the side of the box, and turns out there was a, a door handle under the window that you missed. And it did also slide open, which was very confusing. And you, you drop down, and you are outside. And there is pine needles and leaf litter beneath your feet. Soil. There's sun. There's big, healthy trees. <laughs> there's undergrowth. And there is, beyond the metal box, a beautiful, sparkling lake. And upon it, a very nicely appointed and honestly quite large for a cabin. Cabin. <laughs> You're standing, okay. you're standing on a lawn west of a white house. What do you do? Um, okay, so Ericene let me out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ericene's right there. Grix was there. Where's Vaughn's? Maybe you can help me get these kegs out of the back of this van? Oh, God. Okay. 
Okay, um, I had the weirdest dream. No, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't you're always dream. having weird dreams. It's fine. Just, just lift this keg over here. We got to get it into the cabin before they get warm. Okay, so is is everybody still everybody? Or, I mean, what are you talking about? Just come on, come on. Grix turns off the box. Okay, I'll I'll help carry a keg in. <laughs> the low rumble that you didn't realize was the box or really notice until it stopped stops. The music also stops. The music does also stop. You grab the other end of the keg and you uh, you head on in towards the uh, the cabin. Okay. The cabin the cabin itself is a pretty standard issue uh, display of Arisan's grandparents' opulence. Except instead of a mere wood facade, this appears to be made entirely of wood. This must be the most ex- the most expensive house I've ever seen. Yeah, it has a big porch, giant glass windows that don't seem thick enough to repel any sort of, you know, attack. Even the door seems kind of flimsy, honestly. You walk up a couple of short steps. There's a ramp on the other end of the, of this porch. Um, but you walk up a couple short steps on the nearer side and go in the front door. You are briefly in a room. It appears to just essentially be a room that is like screened in. At most, there's hooks for um, coats and space for boots and things like that. And then you go in the main door, which is less flimsy, and you are inside this cabin. I assume it's like nothing I've ever seen before. That would be accurate. Well, not entirely. I mean, there are chairs and things. Yeah, there, but... there, there's chairs and a sofa and a big fireplace kind of spread off to your right in a what just seems to be a very large kind of living room situation. And then you see off on the back left a relatively well-appointed kitchen. It is away from the hearth and the stuff you can see like, there's a lot of cabinets, that part's fine. There's a couple of metal boxes in it. One of them sort of reminds you of an oven, but, like, it's not made of nearly heavy enough material. And then it looks like there's another room kind of through a door beyond the kitchen. And then in the back right corner are stairs that go up to a second level. Okay. Do you want to lay down or, like, um, I mean, like- no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing better now. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. Okay, this is gonna this is gonna sound like a stupid question, but does everybody look like I expect them to look? Mm-hmm. Okay. The clothes are a little different, but their physical appearance as far as you know. Remains the same. Okay. Yep. Well, so long as you're not doing anything else, you wanna help me get the other keg out of the back? Sure. Alright. What two kegs for this short of a trip? Dude, wow. we always need like a morning beer and an evening beer, right? Like I'm- you, uh, uh, that's fair. That's fair. I I drink a lot of beer. That's fair. Oh yeah, with these ones around. That reminds me. I forgot to mention the liquor cabinet on the left as you come in the front door. <laughs> There's like a bar area, and it's a wet bar. Okay, so I guess we'll bring in b- more beer, Vons and me. I will head out. All right. As they're doing that, uh, Grix Grix goes up to uh, the the big box on the wall uh, and casts some sort of illusion, and suddenly uh, there's uh, uh, a an illusion of a uh, some sort of natural environment that you've never seen before. It's like a desert. Holy fuck! I've never seen you do that before. I uh, I mean, you're not. What are you talking about? I mean, I mean that illusion is really good. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an eight K. Yeah, my grandparents like are really like 4K. my grandpa's like really really into new technology. You know what? That's magic. I mean. That's really good illusionist magic. 
Arthur C. Clarke quote three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> and suddenly a nice man in a uh, elvish accent is talking about uh, the animals that you see on the screen. Shit. It's actually more dwarvish, but yes. Oh, so- <laughs> <laughs> Not as gruff. Mm. Okay. Well, all right. So, Vaughn, do you need help with the keg? Yeah. Come on. So you go and you, you grab the, the second keg and you drag it inside. I'll carry it. And um, Vons, where do you want to store the kegs? You know, this place has a cellar. You're not sure exactly where the door is, but presumably Ericene does. And they'd probably stay nice and cool down there. Or you can just, you know, stash them in the corner, put them on the counter, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't suppose the wet bar has like a, a kegerator. A waterator? A kegerator. It's like a refrigerator that you keep a keg in you like connect it up yeah there would be no reason for it not to it has one nice it is installed almost disdainfully as if for some sort of more basic creature (laughs) (laughs) beer drinkers (laughs) that's fair this podcast Um, supports beer Ericene's grandfather doesn't (laughs) as Vons is putting it into this thing into this thing that i have no idea what it is i say what is this going to do to the beer well it's going to make it cold cold beer yeah (laughs) i mean and we have cool beer but most of the time it's it's warm why would you want to have cold beer goes down smooth um well he's british this explains so much (laughs) 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 you need you okay do you need anything? I'll, I'll have this ready in just a second. We'll get you set. The inside of the box is coated in some weird ceramic that you haven't seen as well. It's bright white. Harrison anyway. goes up beside Wealthy and like puts her arm around her and is like, Babe, what's wrong? Are you okay? You seem really out of sorts. Yeah, you might want to keep an eye on your girl here. I'm just really confused. We're... No, no, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just evidently I'm having a hard time waking up. Oh, but this okay. doesn't seem like any place I've ever been before. I know it's magical, huh? It's pretty <laughs> great. Like honestly, like I hate my grandparents, but like this place has honestly like some of my best memories, even of them, you know. And Ericene like gestures out at the um like the picture window at the uh, view of the lake. Like, it's just so beautiful and like peaceful. Yeah, but just remember, your grandparents are the man. Oh, like, <laughs> condo pay, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I'm never, I'm never forget that. No, it's beautiful. I'm just, I'm just having a really hard time waking up. Okay. All right, yeah, take a chill. Uh, I'm gonna go get some firewood. We could go take a little, like, dip. Would that help wake up? I guess so. Okay. You mean, you mean go swimming? Yeah. Okay, I haven't been swimming in a long time. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously, since the end of swim season. There's, there's a season for swimming? Oh. Are you saying you forgot your bathing suit? Is that what you're trying to tell us? A bathing suit? I was. I don't. Let's, I don't let's... know what I packed. 
Let's go find. Let's go find it. I'm sure you brought. I'm sure you brought one. All okay. Right. Uh, so we're gonna go up to our room. Yeah. There's four bedrooms upstairs, and then you know there is a smaller one in the back that's on the first floor. I don't know if you go through that door behind the kitchen. There's a couple of things back there. One of which is a small kind of guest bedroom slash one that is um accessible without going up any stairs. <laughs> um. Yeah. I think Aristine has like a bedroom upstairs that's like usually her bedroom so she'll take uh, wealthy up there okay so you're not going to take the other uh, master suite um no i think that there's a bed that's big enough uh upstairs yeah i think all of the beds here are at least like full size so yeah all right neither of us is a particularly huge person so just tall okay I yeah knew it. You, you go up the stairs there's a when you get up the stairs itself, there's like a bathroom kind of on the other side of the landing. And then you go down a hallway and there's four bedrooms. You normally took the one um, when facing down that hallway on the left closest to the stairs. Okay. That's where I've uh, already dropped her bag. So I go to my bag and uh, yeah. open it and start digging through. You succeed. <laughs> uh, and I find my bathing suit. And um, with the door closed, I just, you know, start changing. <laughs> um, I turn around real quick after having made that noise. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm getting into my bathing suit, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> like I have a hundred times before, like... When we were on the swim team together. I've. Oh, God. I don't. Okay. Um, do I need to change into something like that, too? Yeah, I'm sure you packed it. Where's. Okay. Then I assume this bag is mine? Yeah. Okay. It's the one that I doesn't have... have a monogram on it. <laughs> okay. So I open the bag. <laughs> Okay. Um, are we wearing similar clothes or are we wearing really different clothes? I mean, I would assume we're wearing really different clothes. It is moderately to substantially different depending on the person and the exact article of clothing. Okay. But yes. Um, Ericene, what does your swimsuit look like? My swimsuit is like uh, a sporty two-piece. All right. Well, if you find something that looks to be a kind of a similar material to... And it's a one-piece? I imagine it is a one-piece, yes. It's yes. definitely a one-piece. Yes. But it's also very, like, sporty. It's it's cut for uh, it's cut for sport purpose. Yeah. Okay. And it's made of a, a weave you haven't felt before. It's really stretchy. Okay. It's kind of a smooth texture to it. You don't associate it with pretty much anything that you wear normally. Seriously, it's been a long time since I've been... I mean, a really fucking long time since I've been in a bathing suit. Are there any hooks or anything that I need to be worrying about? Literally, have not been in a bathing suit in 40 years. No, there, no. The style that I'm thinking of is essentially like the... Kind of singlet. Yeah, it's, it's just one thing. Okay, I hold it up in front of me and I figure it out. Yeah, it's not too complicated. You've seen stuff like this before in terms of cut. Then I'm, I'm like, um, where can I... Oh, God... And I take off, I'm, I'm going to turn around so that I'm facing away from her, from Ericene, and I'm going to take my clothes off, mm -hmm. and I'm going to really quickly put it, pull, pull the thing on, and I'm going to be horrified by the amount of skin I'm showing. 
Yeah, because you have to show all of it to get in a swimsuit. <laughs> yeah, but I continue to show all the skin. Yeah, but you do make uh, it to survive. I'm going to look in the bag. Do I have any kind of cover up? Anything that will cover me up? Um, a shirt, a a a some. Yeah, I got a shirt. I'm going to put the shirt on. You certainly have some shirt you can put over this guest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I turn around and I'm clutching the shirt around myself and trying to pull it down and all, along the sides. Are you cold? I thought it no. was pretty warm today. No, I'm not cold. There's towels downstairs, so like, don't worry about that. Okay. Um. So we'll go out to the dock. Yeah, you are not to the dock. Um. It is a beautiful day. There is dragged up on the shore and under under a, a drop cloth is Ericene. You know, these are a couple of like canoes, basically, mm-hmm. and elsewhere stored actually under the house because the house is raised up a bit. You know, if you really want to drag it out, there's a, a small sailboat that kind of folds down. But yeah, mm-hmm. you wealthy you go out on this lake. And again, it is very bright and you're really not used to this whole reflection thing from the water. The sun is starting to go down behind the cabin behind some mountains further off but for the lake itself it is extremely large you can see the other side but only just it's like oh there's land again more than being able to make out details of the shore oh my god because it's like a mile across and at least as far as you can tell looking to your left and right from like the end of the dock so you have a bit of a wider view uh there are no other cabins or houses here just woods okay Ericene sighs with like contentment and like sits down on the edge of the dock and like puts her feet in the water and is just like <sighs> so nice. Okay, I follow suit. I'm not sure your feet actually reach the water. On no, I'm probably my feet, <laughs> my feet don't reach down all the way down. Oh no, it's I would say like it's a pretty low dock. Yeah, but I mean just accounting for uh think of how short halfling calves probably are. And well, accounting enough. for like water rising over maybe the course her of the toes, maybe okay, just her yeah, toes. Fair I mean, it's possible my toes hit. Yeah, you, you can get a you get a dip of the toe. <laughs> oh, that's cold. It is, but like once you like get in, it's like so nice. Oh, oh my god, it's so nice. And Ericene just like slides uh, off the um, off the dock and into the water. All right. And at this point uh it's possible to stand on the bottom like it it's not it, it's like this is this is one of like the shallower yeah uh, edges <laughs> yeah it's still like you know five feet deep but you can't stand yeah okay um i'm gonna slip my shirt off and, and slide in after her and right. obviously i'll be treading water yeah uh wealthy make a dexterity check for me please oh jesus christ i'm fucked today my dex is plus two and another five, but that's 12. And it's a prime attribute. All right. It's been a long time since you went swimming, like you mentioned, but you, you manage. Um, it comes back to you well enough and you, you don't embarrass yourself. Like You tread water. <laughs> Halflings are pretty dense, so it's some pretty intense treading, but you do it. <laughs> yeah. This is cold. <laughs> I know. It's, but like, it's so, but it, ne- but it's yeah, like it feels so good. refreshing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's just weird. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so you all spend some time swimming for a while, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grix and Vons, do you come out to join them at any point? Uh, it's pretty late, right? Yeah, it's um, it's getting on towards sunset pretty soon here. 
They're kind of uh, getting not, the last of the sunlight for today. Not not now. Uh, Grix is gonna uh, uh, get the fire going in the in the, uh, the the den or the you know sitting room. Yeah, and uh, you know set up set up some movies and games and stuff. And all right, so you go. You get things set out. Grix is of course busying himself preparing for everyone else as he is prone to do in a very charming way. Yeah, you know me. I always like to help host. Yeah, uh, Vons, what are you up to? Vons is gonna walk out to the beach with a with a couple uh holding a couple red cups of of ale excellent all right so yeah i'm gonna say it's like it's sunset at this point so erisine and wealthy you're you're getting out of the water mm-hmm. as we're getting out of the water um i see vons and i'm mm-hmm. gonna ask erisine um where are photios and green and the others oh like uh they just you know, my grandparents don't really like it when I bring more than, you know, a couple of people. So um, we just didn't include them this time. Okay. Your grandparents suck, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to know there's one There's one thing that's the same. What? What is... What do you mean? Um, nothing. Nothing at all. Right. So uh, Vons hands you these cups. They're... Made out of some weird ass material. Like, it's like metal, but it's too flexible and it doesn't feel right. There's lettering stamped into the side. Doesn't correspond with anything you've seen before. Apparently these cups operate alone. <laughs> and you, you go and you, uh, you got some ale and it, it tastes different. Uh, Vons, what kind of, what kind of ale and or other beer thing did you bring? Well, what time of day is it? It's, uh, it's getting on towards evening. It's late afternoon. Just about evening. It's and not I'm, quite a dinner beer time yet. Yeah, it's like a that, cool off after work beer time. <laughs> oh, cool! That that sounds like IPA time. Yeah. Can you tell we're in the Pacific Northwest, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> All we know is IPAs. <laughs> but what kind of IPA are we? We're it's not quite uh, it's not quite deep enough into the evening for a double yet, is it? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I only play a beer drinker. I am not a beer drinker. <laughs> And I hate IPAs, so... <laughs> Don't it's... worry, IPA lovers, Adam's here for you. <laughs> it's, it's weird <laughs> how in the PNW, you. You, like, the most common thing you hear about IPAs is how much people don't like them. And yet, they're <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> That's because we got vocal. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many choices to be angry about. <laughs> it's reactionary. All press is good press. Anyway, so you're drinking this really uh, poppy beer. Which actually probably tastes incredibly bizarre to you now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, you know of hops. You have drinking things with hops in them before, but they're not common. And this seems like a lot of fucking hops to put in a single brew. From a, This must be very expensive beer, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. This, is, this must be very expensive beer. I mean, no, I made it. It's fine. Homebrew. How? This is... <laughs> this is... Well, I'm I'm thankful you guys mentioned the hoppiness because I have no idea. But but hops are so expensive. I mean, they're really rare. Uh, we grow them over that way. <laughs> kind of points towards where the mountains are. <laughs> oh, of, of course, of of course. Don't don't mind anything I say. Yeah, you're okay, right? Maybe you you might want to drink that faster. <laughs> I'll go ahead and drink it. All right. You hose your beer. You get a little bit buzzed. I'm not going to make you take any penalties or anything, but you know, you got that kind of, you're a little bit, you know, you're just kind of relaxed. 
mellowed out a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you all head back inside. Yes. Whose job is it to cook dinner? Uh, Ericene, um, Ericene has it. All right. Ericene's working away. Wealthy, the cooking apparatuses confuse you. You don't see any sort of firestone. The The uh, stove appears has its own flames that turn on and off very quickly after a loud, annoying clicking noise. But yeah, so um, it has its own flames that turn on and off on their own. It seems to take a little longer for the oven itself to warm up. And Ericene is cooking away. This has an island. It's all butcher block. It's all wood. Of course, it's fucking wood. Have fun cleaning this later. <laughs> um, I have no idea what's going on, so I'm gonna perch on one of the one of the bar stools at the island and watch Ericene. I imagine I can also see into the living room and watch whatever Grits and Blondes are doing. I'm just I'm scoping everything out. Yeah, the um, the island, the actual like breakfast, the actual breakfast bar stools are kind of facing in towards the kitchen. Yeah. Then there's the the bar bar, which is facing towards the back wall of the bar. And then the living room is kind of, you basically can't look to the living room from either of those locations. It's very convenient for your Okay. Class. Yay. So, All right. But well, if you, I'm just if, watching Erosine. Okay. Uh, so as uh, you're, as she's cooking, just some like, you know, it looks like, uh, it looks like some kind of bird in a, uh, in like a sauce on the, on the cooking top. A whole bird or pieces of bird? Pieces of bird. There you go. In a pan. And then there's some like uh, vegetables Mm -hmm. that are going just to like roast in the oven. And so as she's like preparing all of this, uh, still just in her bathing suit, (laughs) uh, she's like, so I was gonna tell you and don't get mad. Um, but like, I hope you'll say yes. Um, I decided I don't want to go to Stanford and getting in was like all that I really wanted. Um, and I thought maybe I could, um, move to Washington and, um, hang out with you while you go to Georgetown. And Aracene is like smiling and like (laughs) kind of biting her lip a little bit. You don't know any of these I, places. I have no I have no idea where any of these places are. I have I have no idea what she's talking about. Um Correct. Vaughn's um, yells from the living room, Georgetown's for sellouts. Get a job, hippie. <laughs> you can't fight the system if you don't know it. <laughs> Why would I Why do you want to come to Georgetown? If you're not going to go to Georgetown, why do you want to hang? What What do you? Why would you want to hang out with me while I go to do what I'm going to do at Georgetown? Because, <laughs> like, I just I'm afraid that if we go to school in two different places, I'm going to I'm going to forget, like, you know, what an amazing thing this is. And like, I just I want you to be part of my future, Wealthy. Um, I think it's going to dawn on Wealthy, what Erythine is saying. Do you want to um, say it explicitly for the class? <laughs> <laughs> um, just because, because it's exactly what Erythine, what Wealthy would like to hear. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so she's, she's, Erythine's saying she wants to spend, she wants to be with Wealthy. 
mm-hmm. um, that they are with with each other right now. Um, and er- Wealthy is cursing herself for not understanding what's going on because obviously there has been other activity that she should be remembering and would be really happy about remembering. Um, but that's not happening right now, and she's really kind of freaking out. Um, but she really still, I, I really still don't understand where where these places are and what is going on. All I know is Ericene doesn't want to be with, doesn't want to not be with me. Um, um, well, I'm kind of squeaky. I say, um, thank you, but, uh, won't you, won't your parents, won't, 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 won't your grandparents be angry about this? I mean, yeah, but like, I can't live my life beholden to my grandparents forever. Like, it's my life. It's not their life. And Frymeath wanted her to go to Yale anyway, so. Oh, God, did he ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, it, it would really help if Wealthy understood <laughs> what Stanford and Georgetown were. They sound like places. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, Who is this George person anyway? Um, Whatever he to do, that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> Got a whole town. <laughs> now, Vonstown, there's a name for it. <laughs> Damn right. Well, I'd, I'd love you to come to Georgetown with me. Ericene's face like lights up so brightly and she like runs around and like scoops you off the oh god stool and like kisses your face and it's just like oh my god really yes really 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 I'll be happy to be yes oh babe yay <laughs> and then Ericene like fully just kisses wealthy and wealthy is happy reaction cut. <laughs> and Griggs. That just happened. Live yeah. slug reaction from Grix and Vons. I mean, it's pretty normal, right? Yeah, go to that room you've got upstairs. Yeah. Not that part. I was figured you might have a reaction to the whole. Yes, you can go to Georgetown and drop out of Stanford and whatever. Uh, I mean, it's Saracen. Like, <laughs> like she she carves her own path. Fair enough. I mean, that's even further away from here. So, I mean, whatever you guys can, uh, you, you can afford whatever school you want to go to. I'm still going to, to uh, Stanford. So psh, whatever. <laughs> All right. Ericene and wealthy. Do you two get a room? Uh, I mean, Ericene's cooking. So Chris can cook things. <laughs> not right. This second. No, <laughs> fair enough. All right. Also, that's rude to just disappear. Yeah. From- we're hungry. <laughs> I don't think it's occurred to Wealthy that that's an, in the offing. The kiss is enough right now. Oh, I'm sure it wouldn't. <laughs> Only because Grix brought it up. All right, you go. You all uh, you all sit down. You have dinner. It's real nice. The plates are still made of stone. That's a nice familiar thing. It's painted. That's weird, but you know. <laughs> How do you all choose to end your evening together at this cabin by the lake? Well, we're drinking a lot of beer. Of course. Uh, anyone who wants to have anything from the liquor cabinet is welcome. Um, the only thing that Ericene asks is that 
uh, you use a dry erase marker to mark where the uh, line <laughs> was <laughs> on the bottle before you start pouring from it so that we can refill them uh, before we leave. Yep. Gotcha. Oh, hey, uh, hey, Wealthy, I got a, I got you something. Got a gift for you. Okay, uh, thank you. I, I give you a, uh, a wrapped uh, package. That's uh, small, square, rectangular. It, it feels kind of heavy. Knowing, knowing you and you, you're, you're you. It's a book. You know, it's a wrapped <laughs> book. Thank you. I, I, I didn't get you anything. Oh, that's okay. No, no, no. I, I mean, because I, you know, I appreciate you. Uh, I, uh, you and uh, your parents uh, put me up for this last year of uh, high school, so uh, uh, yeah, it was fun being roommates with you. It, it was fun being roommates with you too. All right, um, uh, I opened the book. I opened right. the present. What book is it? Uh, it is a uh, unsettling, um, leather-bound tome of some sort. Very crudely bound, like the the leather's not very good. Seems kind of thin. Very thin, yeah. Um, and, uh, the, it's very, very old, very, very old and kind of musty and it's not in great shape, but yeah, I found this at a, a store and, uh, thought, thought, uh, thought you could find something cool in it. I know how much you like, uh, old arcane, uh, you know, occulty things. Okay. Thank you. Oh, what? Okay. Get even more witchy with that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I opened the <laughs> I opened the book. Um does it have a does it have a title page? It does not. <laughs> okay. Um does what what do I see when I open the book? I'm looking at the first page. Where I would expect to see a total title page. So Grix, you can't really read this book, right? No. Or... No. Uh, I can I can some of the some of the words are like Latin ish, but uh yeah. It's the fucking Necrodomicon or something like that. So, you know, Grix is like, it's Latinish. I'm not really sure. You know all this. Mm-hmm. This is like a weird elvish variant of Draconic, but it's Draconic. This is a magical tome. Okay. Yeah. This is, wow. This is great. Um, so I, I, I like read the, the first page. What, what am I reading? Am I reading a spell or, or am I reading a history? The, the first page just lets you know that, you know, this book contains many powerful ritual spells. Oh, fuck me running. That are that are quite powerful, but should be used with care. And someone at some point wrote in a language that you kind of recognize as being one of the humanish languages uh, after the uh, powerful wrote and fucking dangerous <laughs> <laughs> in the margins. <laughs> And then later, but worth it. <laughs> yeah, so it describes how basically these spells are difficult and dangerous, but powerful and useful. All right, then I'm I'm cautiously excited. Um, I'm going to randomly open to another page. Does it tell me what kind of spell I'm looking at? Yes. So this one, at least, is a summoning spell. It summons a, quote, being of eldritch power, unquote, that will do its best to assist the caster should they perform the ritual correctly. Are there any notes about what happens if it's incorrectly done? Just that it's bad. Okay. Um, I'm going to very carefully close the book and say, thank you very much, Grix. I, 
this is this is wonderful. Um, it's gonna need. I'm gonna I'm gonna need to take some time. Reading oh yeah, this yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, of course, of course. And understanding everything that's in here. This is this is so wonderful. And I get up and I go over and I hug I hug my friend. Oh, thank you. All right. It's it it really it really was a pleasure being roommates with you this past year. Yeah. Hug back. <laughs> all right. So you all uh, you all continue to drink and the night the hour grows late and it gets you know it's very dark outside somewhere far off a canyon presumably wolf howls. <laughs> <laughs> At various points, uh, Vons and Erosine get into leftist infighting uh, arguments. <laughs> Like I don't I don't even know why you're still paying for food. <laughs> because I don't want to get botulism. Uh... They throw it out daily. <laughs> daily. It's fresh. It's just I you, whatever. Because I would rather like continue to be uh to mooch off the teat of fucking, you know, asshole grandparents as long as possible and actually put some money back into the fucking economy as a result. Well, I guess mooching off of your grandparents isn't that bad. I know. <laughs> At least something's familiar. Yes. So you, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all are drinking. It gets late. It's fully dark outside. This place, Wealthy, does have enchanted light orbs, but they're they're not always on, which is kind of weird. Like normally you'd hang up a shade or something, right? But mm-hmm. in this case, it's uh, they're all controlled from buttons that are attached to the walls, and otherwise, like pretty much makes sense. The illusion thing that Grix cast on that box has just kept going this entire time with no apparent effort on his part. Okay, so while while Erisine and Vons are arguing, I ask Grix. Yeah. Do you have to concentrate to keep that illusion going? Uh, no. I mean, no. It, no. It's it's just a really, really good illusion. You keep saying that. Uh, I mean, the only illusion on that thing is Fox News. <laughs> I assume y'all are still running your your nature documentary. Um, oh yeah! And oh, here we see worry. the majestic hippo before it devours a cameraman. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Every time that we come here, uh, and I'm not, and my grandparents aren't here, I change the parental uh, codes so they can't watch Fox News when they're here. <laughs> <laughs> And they have no idea how to change them. <laughs> they have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. They have to get us a, a guy to come up here and like specially like fix it. It's weird. There's a whole Fox Folk News Network. We're <laughs> <laughs> just as para- paranoid and con- conspiracy minded. Oh, oh yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Fox News is full of Fox Folk. They are. They're very racist on that channel. <laughs> It's a real weird vibe. <laughs> and in like a totally different way than uh, Vons has ever uh, evinced <laughs> toward anyone before. Although he is really weird about uh, uh, Mitt. He's pretty weird about Mitt. Oh, God. Yeah. It's all about constructs coming to take our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
So, um, yeah, it's getting late. You guys are all sitting kind of by the light of the fire. Totally dark because, again, besides the light orbs and fire in your location, there in your cabin, there is just nothing out here besides stars, which, wealthy, you can see from here. And a whole moon, too. Um, I think at some point I'll go out and stand on the porch and look out at the stars. All right. Because I don't see them a lot anymore. Yeah, you can. Uh, I mean, you saw them a lot growing up, but yeah, now that you, uh, now that you spend all your days in the city proper and thus inside, you don't see these very much, and there are quite a lot of them. And to make an intelligence check. You're asking a lot today. God, you're asking a lot today. That old dice rolls seven, terrible. Seven plus two, I think it is. For for my int, yeah, that's uh fourteen. All right. Which is a primary. The stars seem wrong. Not completely wrong, but wrong. <sighs> okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna panic because there's a lot of stuff to panic about and it's just not gonna do me any good. So I'm you know, this is obviously obviously there's <sighs> Okay, um I'm gonna go back inside the house. I'm gonna tell everybody I'm going back up I'm going upstairs, I'm going to bed, maybe I'll feel better in the morning. As you turn to head back into the house, you think you hear a child singing somewhere in the woods. Oh, fuck me running. <sighs> All right. Can I? I'll stop at the door. Can I turn around? Can I figure out where it's coming from? It's if you're facing away from the house towards the lake, it's coming to the woods off from your right beyond that. You're having trouble telling the moon is bright tonight and full. These stars are bright, but you still can't see very far into the forest. Okay. It's the kind of thing where everything around here is bright enough that once your eyes adjust, you can probably move at a decent pace through the forest without tripping on anything too badly. But like, yeah, you're not seeing things far away. Okay. I mean, it's it's pretty dense here anyway. So, Okay, because Wealthy has never seen a horror movie, she's going to go <laughs> down the stairs and um, head off into the woods. All right. Wealthy heads off into the woods. Does anybody notice her? Um, everyone make wisdom checks. Vons, add both your listening and a d6. And that's specifically for Vons. It's not really the listening skill. It's just yeah. Vons' a specific deal. <laughs> one of the primary reasons why I head off into the woods without letting anybody know is because um, as a halfling who was raised in the woods, I really have good woodcraft and I, it does not occur to me that anything, you know. Yeah, relatively speaking. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, not really any big predators or anything on the arcs you have to worry about. Ericene got a nat one for a total of eight. <laughs> I also got a nat one. <laughs> I got 25 total. All right. Jesus. Ericene and Grix, you're, you're both really deep in this conversation. Uh, what you talking about? Keep you uh, drunk, so uh, that may affect things. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, sorry, who? Ericene. Yeah, sorry, Ericene and Grix are both yeah. drunk uh, in deep conversation. What are we talking about? We're talking about... Um... But, like, it's just because if I... I can't believe Seinfeld ended. Like, that was such a good show. I hated it. I never watched it. It sucked so bad. They, they're all terrible people who are, like, mean to each other and everyone around them. Yeah, and then shitty things happen to them. It's great. But, like, the shitty things aren't shitty enough, is what I. Well, but they're not say. that terrible. I it's, don't. It's like any of them. To... Fair and enough. Like, fair enough. they're just mean and unhappy. But like, 
they're the heroes of the story and you're supposed to like them. And I just don't. That's all. So Vaughn's while they're having this conversation, you realize that Wealthy didn't come back in from the outside. Hmm. And you catch a glance at one of the windows of her heading into the woods uh, nearby the cabin. Okay. Vaughn's grabs his, uh, his jacket. It's a, like, uh, multi-pocketed like uh army surplus jacket yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, probably a, I probably have a uh a blanket wrapped around my shoulders mm. all right and uh yeah he goes uh chasing after her all right grix and erisine neither of you notice as vaughn slips away no 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 oh yeah hundo p because we got nat ones yeah, so nat i ones. think you're, we're you're oblivious 100. to anything except for debates about the the merits of seinfeld yeah <laughs> Drunken. Which ended earlier than I remembered, so uh, that wasn't the best poll for this. That's fine. Maybe they also pulled this indicated episodes from your local station. Yeah, that could be, yeah. TBS stopped running it. (laughs) All right. Wealthy, you are in the woods. I am in the woods. They are dark and deep, but you can see just enough to maneuver, and you hear that childlike singing. It's still somewhere kind of far away, but you, you think you've got a lock on it as you work your way through. It's um, it's dense. There are thickets of, you know, blackberries and all sorts of underbrush. So it's pretty hard to maneuver, but because um, the the forests, such as they are on the arcs, are pretty carefully tended by the druids, and there's walking paths, and that is not the case here. This is just pure wild forest. But you uh, you manage to muddle your way through, and make a wisdom check and a dexterity check. All right, my wisdom is 21 and my dexterity is 24 all right that's pretty that's pretty fucking great that's pretty uh-huh. fucking good yeah you, <laughs> you keep your bearings because um after you are going away is kind of near enough to the shore that you catch glances of the lake mm-hmm. between the trees the sound hives off away from the shore but you manage to even now that you're totally surrounded by the woods you, you, you have a good idea of where you are you also manage not to trip on anything in particular and okay. keep your feet and don't, you know, bash your head into any branches or anything like that. Well, I am relatively short, so. Yeah. So you, you, you follow the singing and you find yourself in a clearing, at which point the singing itself fades away. The clearing contains several large granite stone blocks, but they're, you know, tall columns, basically. One of them appears to have fallen against the other and kind of ended up stable. One has fallen totally to the ground. And there's another one that appears to have shattered. But other than that, there's another like five that are just standing and solid. And they're bathed in the moonlight. Um, am I able to perform magic? You can try. Um, I would like to detect magic. Roll intelligence check. Try to cast a spell. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, that's intelligence? Mm-hmm. So that would be 15. All right. You go through these motions of trying to perform this spell, and it just doesn't work. You know you did everything right, and you get this kind of like goosebumps sense of magic around you, but you don't know if that was the spell working at a weak level or if it's just kind of your own senses possibly playing a trick on you or not. But the spell itself does not appear to have worked as intended. And quite honestly, your magic didn't feel like it flowed through you like it should. Has Vaughn's caught up yet? This is about when Vaughn's catches up, yes. What the fuck, dude? Ah! God, you scared the living shit out of me! 
Uh, yeah, I get that a lot. Here. <laughs> Vaughn's passes her uh, one of those like miniature bottles of liquor. <laughs> what well, kind? Not, not, not super, like one of those 350 mils. Just like, uh, and it's like in a plastic bottle. I, I shoplifted yeah. this from Bartels. Just <laughs> 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 fuck those guys. <laughs> okay. It's coconut Bacardi. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sip on it. I'm gonna say, do you know what this place is? Mm. Dark. Bonds, you're getting you're, you're first standing up a little bit as you every time you look at those stones. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna walk. Um, I'm gonna walk up to the stones and look around and and see if I can see anything. Okay, you go and you investigate around. Vons, do you also want to investigate around? Uh, yeah. All right, you both uh, wander up. These stones are, in fact, covered in worn, faded, and hard to see unless you're close up, which is why I didn't notice them from far away. Um, some sort of carved runes or characters of some sort. Uh, wealthy, they do not look super familiar to you, although with that intelligence check, I'll just have that carry over. You think you might recognize a couple of them from that book you got? Like, obviously not as part of the text, but as part of various, uh, when you were flipping through to get to that random page. Yeah. Like various ritual diagrams and stuff. Okay. Um, until I recognize them, I was going to reach out and touch them, but now, now I'm not. Um, there's... Make a wisdom check. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Poor impulse control. Yeah. Oh, I okay. Love the number of times that Kelly has been saying "fuck me." <laughs> it's it's really, it's really making my whole day. <laughs> That's a twenty-four because I got a nineteen on the die. You, you reach out. Ah! You, you realize this thing about the uh, the characters, the runes, and you stop your hand like a hair's breadth from touching the surface. Yeah, I, I pull it away like uh, I, I recognize it and I pull it away like I'm like like it was on fire or something like it was hot. Yeah, I um, and and I, I kind of pull on Vons' uh, jacket and I, I, I pull him away. I, I try and pull him away and I say, um, you know, this 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 might this might not be a good place to be. Uh, Vons, make your own wisdom check. All right. Yeah, testing his listening skills. Got it, yeah. Uh, got a 15 on the die, plus the Vons's level would put it at 20. Okay, you, you were just kind of looking. Um, Wealthy pulls you away as you're kind of also starting to reach out. Being like, hey, maybe I can dust this off, get a better look. Unless you want to touch them, I won't stop you by any means. Because we didn't really cut over to you, but... Um, Vons is going to smell, not touch. All right, you take a sniff. Oh, God. Well, you're blonde. It's okay. Yeah. It smells of pine forest and rain and salt water. Hmm. Old rock. It's obviously, it's obviously what rock smells like. <laughs> <laughs> but you are tugged away before you can examine any further. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we should. We shouldn't touch that. The, those rooms, we shouldn't touch that. Maybe we should just. Maybe we should just leave this alone. All right. You're the spooky one. Did, did you hear? Did you hear any singing? That's what drew me out here. The omniscient voice talking to us all didn't say anything about me hearing it. So You didn't hear any on the way out here, but as Wealthy says that, you don't hear singing, but you feel like you hear talking far off. It's like if there's a conversation happening like two rooms away, you can tell kind of the, you know, the cadence of speech, but beyond that. 
have they moved on to arguing about friends yet or (laughs) you don't think it's a grix and erisene from the distance and tone of the conversation they'd have to be yelling pretty loud Uh. incidentally erisene and grix yeah they were not on a break (laughs) (laughs) they were not on a break finally something we agree on all Uh. right <laughs> so you're not hearing that conversation. <laughs> what about us? I, I I was just saying I was cutting to you too as a you're you're still just having that conversation aside. about friends. It's an aside. Yeah. <laughs> you two had natural ones. You cannot be here. <laughs> we have absolutely no idea. We yeah. we haven't noticed that that everyone else is gone. No. You have not. But Vaughn, so you do hear speaking out in the woods somewhere. Do I hear the speaking? You do too. Do you hear hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah. Are there are there other people around here? Uh um Well, yeah, I know you wouldn't know, but uh There was no uh, sign of any neighbors or anything earlier. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any other houses when I was out on the lake. So. Does Vaughn see anything when he looks in that direction? Nope. But again, even with your low light vision. These woods are dense and it's from far enough away. You could easily see, you know, there's on the wrong side of a couple trees from you or something like. Okay. I'm really curious, but there's a part of me that doesn't want to go over there because these rocks are really weird. So I'm kind of concerned about. uh, The sound is away from the rocks for whatever that's worth. Right. But these rocks were really freaking me out kind of. So. I'm willing to leave. What is Vaughn's doing? Um, Vaughn's is The rocks curious. don't save against their feelings being hurt. Sorry, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vaughn's wants to ignore the rocks because you said they were spooky, but he's he's still uh, he's still curious about the noises. So he wants to investigate a little bit closer. Uh, he's he's going to get on his uh, his sidekick and uh, text. He's going to he's going to text Erisene real quick. It can't send. Well, shit. What the hell? the most advanced technology available to you but <laughs> it will not send <laughs> you, you knew going in reception was going to be bad out here yeah yeah Vons is like annoyed but not terribly surprised wealthy Vons has a magic box I see that <laughs> it's covered in but buttons. you know what you know what I'm really really tired of um everybody looking at me weird and obviously there's obviously I'm missing things and I don't I'm, I'm not going to let on. I mean, other than my eyes getting a little bit wide, I'm not going to ask anything because I'm just tired of not people not knowing. So um, now he's just uh, holding up the, the screen to see if it'll like light anything. It lights like two feet in front of you because it's a screen. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> not a large one at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It predates those bright LED flashlights uh-huh. on phones. Yeah. Now, if you had an N gauge, you'd be set. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Vons, I I think we should go back to the cabin. Uh, how far away is the cabin? Good, uh, five ten minute walk at this point. Partially because you kind of gotta go slow because woods. Okay. Does it feel like it's closer or further away than the voices I'm hearing? The voices are in the opposite direction. Yeah, but do they? Fe- um, do they? The voices sound are like closer. They're- Voices are closer. Well, hold on a sec. I just, I just want to, I just want to see where those voices are coming from. 
I don't, I don't like this. Well, we'll go slow and real quiet. Real quiet. Don't step on anything. All right. Watch make, your feet. Be okay. Sneaky. Make dexterity checks or make move silently checks, both of you. Bonds hmm. or lads have been arbitrary about this. You have move silently. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and that's a dexterity check? Dexterity check. Add your level because you are a halfling. And so you get it from that, despite your class yeah, not um, having it. Uh, that's a 27. Fuck. 19 on the die. Shit. I rolled a 17. I'm still trying to do the math. Wow. Though. <laughs> What's 17 plus 5 plus... 22. Uh, am I adding dex? Yeah, you add your dex modifier. That's like plus 1. I'm sorry, that's 26. And uh, that's... So that's like 23, I guess, on a move silently? Shit, both of you would have done good in fucking Pathfinder with the numbers are different. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you... Uh, yeah, you succeed at moving quietly through the woods towards the sound of the voices. Um, okay, I felt creeped out by the stones. Am I still continuing to feel creeped out as I move towards the voices? The creeped outness from the stones fades as you move away from them. The voices are creepy, but Great. you don't have a strong feeling of like, it's not the same kind of creepy, if that makes sense. Or okay. it's more the creepy of I'm in the dark woods at night. <laughs> okay. And with my we... bravest and yet least organized friend. <laughs> <laughs> can we uh, make out anything that the voices are saying yet? As you get closer, you start being able to. Yes. Make and... a wisdom check. Oh, wisdom both of you. Check. Or a wisdom saving throw, rather. Uh Oh, all right. Oh, that's that's not good. Ooh. That's a two on the dice. I just nat 20. I don't get to do that very often. Yeah. Um. Wealthy. You don't quite understand what they're saying. You think it is in... There's like a deep dwarven language that you've seen bits and pieces of and heard bits and pieces of, but it's never been anything you've learned how to speak. And it's very uncommon, even in the giant language melting pot that is the arcs. But you're drawn towards it, seemingly uncontrollably. Oh, great. You just walk further into the woods. Bonds. I'll just keep walking. That, uh, the sounds... Make your head hurt a little bit. Oh. And you can't make out what they're saying because you don't think it's any language you've ever heard. But mm. you feel no... You, you can now make out the words clearly enough that you basically... You know they're speaking and that you don't understand the language. Uh-huh. You are not feeling any sort of desire to walk towards it, in particular, beyond standard curiosity, if it so drives you. But it does seem supernatural to you. Okay. Can, With a nat 20, I'll give you that. <laughs> can Vons identify the like exact distance or source? Or It sounds like they're like 20 feet away. You'd guess two people. Hmm. You don't see anything. At least not like there's no one standing there with a flashlight or a lantern. You don't see two you know, silhouettes in the woods. You do feel like you see kind of a silvery glowing mist over there. Ooh, neat. But it's hard to tell if that is a trick of the moonlight or not. And meanwhile, I'm just walking away. Mm-hmm. <sighs> With that 20, you do also notice Wealthy kind of go a little glassy-eyed as she walks towards the sound. Oh, Wealthy's walking towards the sound? Yeah. Oh, no. Still stealthily, but he didn't actually like really stop. She stopped for a second when both of you stopped to pause, and then she kept going. Ah, Vons, uh, Vons wants to whisper at her. Uh, can he can he communicate to just her so quietly that no one else could hear? That is a check. The question is which one? Hmm. I mean, I guess charisma. 
like it feels wrong so it feels like that's i guess it's turning down the force of your personality or something <laughs> it's charisma we use charisma for pretty much all the social stuff and, and it's he, being understood yeah making yourself it. understood quietly yeah any communication of any kind yeah okay well um okay rolled a 12 and my charisma is minus one, so eleven <laughs> plus five is uh, sixteen. Mm-hmm. And it's not a prime for you. Not a prime, no. You whisper, but your voice kind of gets caught in your throat. <laughs> and uh. just in terms of like, you don't you don't manage to project it quite right. Uh. And wealthy does not appear to hear you. Mm. You know, I'm just creeping forward. Okay, uh, so Vaughn's gets up behind her and moves silently towards her. Okay. You are sneaking along with her. Yeah. Gonna try and tap her on the shoulder. All right. You tap her on the shoulder right as she steps into that mist. Oh, geez. And a wealthy make a charisma saving throw. Oh, God. Oh, that's a nine plus five is 14. Whoa. All right. You, you say so you fail your charisma saving throw you feel something happen. Like you, you walk into this mist, you kind of realize your, your brain sort of comes back to you a bit and you weren't really feeling your magical energy before you weren't able to channel it, but you feel it flow through you somehow as it is drawn out of you oh, into the mist. The mist takes on the distinct shape of two humanoid figures one of them has its hand on your face oh, as no. it forms. Oh. And that feels pretty solid to you. Uh-huh. And Vons taps you on the shoulder. Vons, uh-huh. you're seeing all this as well. This is like as you tap, these <laughs> these these uh, figures appear. Uh-huh. Did he see the magic come out of me? Or was it just me feeling the magic come out of me? You felt the magic come out of you, and okay. then the silvery mist took form, but it's uh there was no like extra light going on so okay the the mist moved as it went out of you but to form into a creature so vons you saw that happen but you don't there was no obvious like and then wealthy glowed golden the light was taken Ooh. so yeah what do you do um well i i feel like i feel like vons has done the thing that makes him feel curious uh he's going to grab wealthy by the shoulder and yank her back all right you you yank wealthy back wealthy you stumble towards vons uh-huh you both move away from these figures they turn towards you and despite having no faces these creatures made of light that falls off them like smoke turn and focus on you okay and start walking towards you hey vons yeah you don't remember never mind <laughs> i forgot <laughs> This reminds you of a nightmare you think you had once, maybe. <laughs> oh. But it feels off. <laughs> oh. And do, uh, what do I think of it? That am, reminds am you I a lot of Anza's night. This reminds you of a weird version of Anza's nightmare, at least a little bit, because you're in the woods and there's a creature, and boy, is that walking towards you. It's the uh, the almost inevitability inevitability of its pace that so, I think makes you go. Ugh. <laughs> so are they bipedal? Yes, they are bipedal. Are they are they rather humanoid shaped? They're rather humanoid shaped. They're both about seven feet tall. Oh God! And their 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 pace is inevitable. Yeah, and they're still a little bit um, 
indistinct. They form into distinct humanoid shapes, but it's like some of the creatures you see in Miyazaki movies, or if you've ever used one of those like posable wooden drawing figures, uh-huh. it's more like that. Okay. There's a suggestion of various parts, but not. Am I? Did I, did I come out of my trance? Yes, you're out of your trance. You are okay. awake and aware. Okay. Bonds. Time for running. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and so I'm going to turn around and I'm going to push Vons in front of me and I'm going to say, run! You you both start running. We make, both start running. Make dexterity checks for me. So you run through the woods at night. <laughs> All right, that's a 16 on the die. So my dexterity mm. is 18 plus 5 is 23. Okay. 10 on the die, which brings me up to 16. But Vons does have that fast running. All right. You both succeeded on your decks and make constitution checks. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, 10 again. That it would be a 10. Ooh. Oh, my con's plus one. So uh, 11 to the 16, I guess. So you get a, get a total of 16. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think bonds. Bonds, basically, you have to pace yourself a little bit. You, you get slowed down, but you also need to run wealthy speed unless you're ditching her. Not trying to ditch her. Okay. So yeah, you... You would have had a hard time with this at a full clip because you slowed down a bit. I'll say that, you know, you're you're panting by the time you get back to the cabin, but you're okay. Wealthy, you... Uh, I drank a lot. Yeah, you don't feel good. <laughs> you're exhausted. You're sweating and cold because, you know, you are you probably lost your blanket at some point in there. Yeah. And uh, you're going to have a minus 1d4 on strength and constitution checks Ooh. for the next little bit. As you try to catch your breath. That's a minus two. Great. Oh, I meant I was going to have you roll that 1d4 when you make those checks. Oh, okay. Okay. Then I've got the, the, I've got it sitting there. Cool. All right. But you two do make it back to the cabin. You run fast enough that you lose sight of those creatures. Although every time you do see them, they do seem to be following you. And you're able to see them from a decent way off because they do glow as if moonlight was made solid. But you make it back and I assume you run in the front door. Mm Mm-hmm. And slam it behind us. Yeah, we uh, immediately start running across the walls and uh, shutting every curtain. Oh my god, what's wrong? Yeah, let's turn some lights out. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know about turning lights out. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll close curtains too. Yeah, Vons will turn the turn the what lights. What the fuck? Out. And uh, he just he can't find the remote for the television, so he just unplugs it. What's <laughs> going on you guys there's something out there there's something out there and it's coming it, it we don't it, it, it's following us what like a like a raccoon <laughs> <laughs> not no, a raccoon something glowing there there are two glowing we met up with two glowing things um all my magic fireflies. went out of me they're, and they're called they're called fireflies but i'm no, much up here no they're human shaped all no. my magic went out of me into this mist they coalesced out of the mist, and then they started chasing us when we started running. Magic. Coalesced. Magic? No wonder you're going to Georgetown. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, magic. I I felt all my magic go out of them, out of me, and into the mist, and the mist coalesced into these monsters. I'm assuming they're monsters. They're coming after us like monsters. Mad. Did did she hit her head? I didn't see her hit anything. We were kind of in the, a hurry on our way here. I'm checking the curtains to see whether or not the creatures are coming. 
Uh, you ran fast enough that assuming they kept their walking pace, you wouldn't be able to see them quite yet. But you know, okay. so you don't you don't see them. You don't know if they gave up chase or not. I'm just letting you know that you know that it's very possible that they just wouldn't have been in sight yet. Right. Even if they were still following you. Well, like, should we call nine one one? I mean, can you call nine one one from here? My sidekick can't get anything. There's no signal. Oh well, like the landline should be fine. Yeah, try that. I. I pick up the cordless and there's no dial tone. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah. What's weird? Before oh, we get no... letters, the TV is satellite. <laughs> <laughs> the, the TV was just uh, you know, a DVD. Actually, that's also true. Yeah. So either of those answers. <laughs> There's no dial tone, which is, like, not ideal, but, like, you know. <laughs> It'll be fine. I will, like, lock all the doors, and I'm sure that, like, whatever creepy weirdos are hanging out in the woods by the lake will just, you know. In the dark? I mean, they're coming. They're coming for. I don't. I don't know what they plan on doing. We're gonna need some like. Uh, we're, we're gonna need some proton packs or some vacuum cleaners or something. <laughs> I'm still checking the windows obsessively. Um. You, so you're checking the windows. Are you checking all the windows or just the ones facing where you're? I'm. Going? I'm che- checking the window closest to the right side of the house. Okay. In the front. You, you do think you see them. They're there. You kind of cut, like, your view cutting across the edge of the lake. You think you see them walking through the woods. That That's them. That's them. And I and I signaled to, to anybody who's watching me, come here and look at them. I go and look. Come look. And I point. You see you see glowing silvery figures moving through the woods. That's oh. really freaky. <laughs> Is it like, uh, yeah, oh, I know it joggers and they got the they got the reflective vest so that hunters don't uh blam yeah no no i'm telling you they're made of mist and magic my magic and i don't know where they're coming from and i don't know what they want but just keep coming after us and i don't okay. know why i'm here i don't know why i'm here and i don't know why there's no magic and i don't know who you people are anymore this is going well. <laughs> like, looks like she's about to cry. <laughs> don't cry. I'm your girlfriend. I don't know who you- and you're here because you we wanted to have a fun time before we all went off to college or like whatever we were gonna do. And I thought we would just have a nice weekend, but like now you're just <laughs> I'm not doing this. They are. What are you talking about? <laughs> Okay, 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 all right. Vaughn's is riffling through the closets. He's looking for uh, firearms or, like, do they have a gun rack? Do you ask Erisine? Because Erisine would actually know. You don't find one in the fucking front closet. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's, uh, yelling over his shoulder as he shuffles through stuff. Vaughn's, would you tell them what's going... Would you tell them what you saw? Uh, I saw something... That. I saw that. They're the same things that are at... You see them. They're they're scary. We... No, they are. They're. They're. they're I, I know. I know. You, I know. You see them, but no, they're. They're worse. They're. They're worse. They're spooky and bad. So, um, as a point of information, 
Ericene, you know that there are weapons stored here. There's a finished basement, cellar, thing. There's the easily accessible part, which is where, you know, it's overflow storage, like you'd expect. And then it is cut about in half, and underneath actually the front part of the house, further away from the kitchen, where you might be going from to get sundries and whatnot, uh, there is a very secure section of the basement that is walled off and has a pretty heavy-duty door. Um, and I'm guessing that I wouldn't have been able to necessarily figure out the like combination for that. Um, it just requires a key. Do I have the key? No. Okay. Andy. You, you know that you might be able to, basically, as a free thing from the GM, you wouldn't be surprised if there was a spare somewhere. I want to make a Zork reference so bad, but I can't remember where they put the keys in that damn game. I checked the mailbox. I'll... Uh... <laughs> There's a flyer in it saying, welcome to Zork. I'll look around. You, you have to take the egg and get it stolen by the thief for it to unlock it for you. Oh, fuck. Ah, but the elven sword is above the uh, fireplace. I'll Shit, start looking wanted. around in like my grandfather's like writing desk or whatever to see okay. if I can find. That's all upstairs. Okay, I'm going to center myself and see whether or not I can access any of my magic. All right, make uh, an intelligence check. This is part of your wizardly training. You get to use it. Oh, for this. fuck. That's 914. You don't know if it's because you're panicking or if something is wrong, but like the magic wasn't flowing earlier. It's not flowing now. It ain't flowing now. You do feel something uh, bump against your leg. <sighs> okay, what? I look down. The uh, The book appears to have fallen against your leg. Oh, God. Which is weird because you're standing kind of towards the center of the room. <laughs> All right, I pick up the book and I imagine it falls open at some at some random point. What I what I would think is random, but is not actually random. No, I mean you pick it up, you can open it and flip through it. Okay, I open it up to a random page. Wow, it's that spell you looked at earlier. <laughs> it's like you might have slightly creased the spine or something. <laughs> books do that sometimes. <laughs> and that was a summoning spell. Yes. Fudge. And this is the one where I have to be really careful about what I summon. And it, if I summon it correctly, it'll do what I want it to do. Yes. All right. I'm going to go back over to the window. What are the silver things doing? They are very clearly about 10, 15 feet beyond the tree line and still advancing towards you at a slow but steady pace. Have they gotten, are they still, you know, like um, indis indistinct or have they gotten any more distinct? They're still at that same level of a distinction. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I'm really concerned about summoning eldritch creatures because... Um, because they're eldritch creatures. Yeah, because that's, they're that's eldritch fair. creatures. <laughs> um, I'm really concerned about, about summoning an eldritch creature when I'm not sure what these things are going to do. Do I have... Okay, I look at the spell. Do I have all the components necessary for the spell? You can find them. You just need salt. You need something to write with. You need a surface and you need at least two other people. The people are not being sacrificed. You just all need to hold hands <laughs> while you say the words. Okay, that's good to know because I've, I've been, been there once before and I don't want to do that again. You did great. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I want to, I want to gather up all of the necessary components. Okay. You're, you, you're in a kitchen. There is a surface here. Yeah. <laughs> you can get salt. You know, one of those big old uh, iodized salt containers. Spout. I'm looking for a quill, but I don't find any quills. Yeah, actually, you, you don't. Uh, 
<laughs> there's a container that includes pencils and okay some other things that you're not sure what they are. All right, um, I have no I rub, writing tip. <laughs> I rub the the pencil against the surface, and and I imagine it leaves a mark. Yeah, it's 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 butcher block. You can draw on that with the pencil. Okay. Okay. All right. And so I've got everything I need. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the I'm watching the door. Uh, the door begins to rattle. Although ah! you're peeking out the window, those creatures aren't actually there yet. Okay. Oh. Um, is Ericene upstairs? Ericene is upstairs. Speaking of which, Ericene. Yes. Make an intelligence check as you search frantically for traps and or keys. <laughs> uh, that's a 14 total on a prime. All right. It takes you some digging. You don't find anything in your grandfather's writing desk, which is delaying you a bit, but you start checking other places in the room. And uh, in your grandmother's vanity, you find a false bottom. And underneath it, a very old looking old style key. Awesome. Uh, does this, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that this matches the sort yes. of thing that I've seen on the lock. It does. Okay. I'll be like, yay, I found it. And then I'll uh, sort of galump down down the stairs in a All way right. that my grandparents hate. Yes. So meanwhile, so there's the rattling at the door. Okay. I get Grix and Vons to be on the other side of the island. Grix grabs a, a can of air freshener from the, uh, the under the sink and uh, the lighter from the the like the, the long lighter from the mm-hmm. uh, fireplace. Uh, okay. Just have that on hand. Oh, fun. Yeah. All right. But okay, you, you gather your peeps as the door okay. continues to rattle away. All right. Um and I told them, hold my hands. Oh, okay. Uh sure. Uh and then I I perform the spell. All right. Make an intelligence check. Gosh. Don't fumble. <laughs> Don't fumble this. Don't fumble this. Don't fumble this. Okay, so that's fifteen. All right. On a prime? Yep, and you're a fucking wizard. Like you, you do this shit. You uh you have made the circle of salt. You say this the words at the very end, all three of you will need to put your fingers inside the circle and drag them out, because a summoned creature that is assisting you is not very useful if it stays trapped in a salt circle. So you have to like mm-hmm. pinch zoom it out. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit. A lot actually. So yeah, you go and you you've written these things. Vons and Grix, you don't know what the fuck is happening because Wealthy took to this like a, a duck to water. Like, yeah, well, I'm ready to I'm ready to blast whoever comes in here, but uh, you know, if if this helps Wealthy feel better, I'm happy to do it. Can I say that? Can we say that? Like, Erisine like came in just at the end. Yeah, you're coming in at the end of the spell. Uh, she's gonna be like, oh my god, that is so cool. <laughs> so that is happening a couple seconds after the rest of this because. So the spell, um, you say the words Bonds and Grix. You smell burnt wood as you realize that all of the uh, the drawn-on runes have very quickly lit ablaze, burned out, yeah, and burned the runes into the book. <laughs> yeah, that's normal. <laughs> yeah, it checks out. As you, as you draw your fingers through the salt, and then as, basically as soon as you take it away, the salt circle does the same thing. But as you're doing that, some of the salt starts spinning in the air like it's around a little like orb of air or something. And as you draw your fingers out, um, the stuff that's still on the surface burns into the surface. Uh-huh. But the orb itself expands and then it poofs out. And there is a slight golden glimmer floating above the uh, the table. Okay. Hey, Wendy, you need help? 
apparently it's magic. Why are you here? <laughs> Why is who here? Where is he? Can you guys not see him? Or no. hear him? Is... Can I see him or hear I him? I can hear him. Okay. Okay. This. Look at the little floating motes of light. They kind of stick to me when stuff like this happens. What the fuck is going on? <sighs> I just summoned an eldritch creature out of the book that 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 Grix gave me and okay <laughs> and it's your best friend because they don't know <laughs> what um where is that voice coming from he's invisible yeah and I summoned him but I didn't mean to summon him because he's about the last person in the world I would summon do you want to try again? Do you know who what I am? What are you talking who? about? You guys What is quiet. happening? What is any of this? <laughs> Let's go in the... Let's go down... St- I found the key. Gex. No. Yeah, oh, that's the basement? Me. The light. The, the the two dudes made of light. What what are they? And can you stop them? Oh, uh, where are they? Can They're like out point? the door. And I point him out the window. Okay. The um little... There's a couple of motes of light, each no larger than like a dime kind of floating around. If... You were to have any context for Gex's body, you'd guess they're kind of slowly circling his general form that shoots on over to the window and goes, oh, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe, bad. We, maybe we need to move down to the basement. What yeah, are they? A, um, well, okay, so they're a lot like those corrupted things, sort of, but you're in a different place, so they're going to be a little bit different. Okay, why am I in a different place? And why are they here, but they don't know that they're in a different place, too? Listen, the answer to that is, like, super complicated. That, that's about when the front door opens up. Okay, let's get into the basement now! You, you all start running out the back door I, of the kitchen? I uh, I cover our pa- our exit with the uh, the, the homemade flamethrower. All right, you, you really scare the two raccoons that have tumbled in the door. <laughs> yeah, I do. We're still going downstairs. Don't burn down the fucking house! I'm not. We'll have bigger problems if we're bo- if we're all dead or z- zombified or whatever. The raccoons hide behind the couch as you flee, <laughs> leaving the door open. <laughs> but but you all go. You head into there's a small set of rooms through a door behind the kitchen, one of which is the cellar entrance. Okay, I want to make sure Gex gets through. Yeah, right behind you. All right, let's go downstairs. Come on, hustle, hustle, hustle. Also, uh, um, why does he keep calling you Wendy? <laughs> I. It just he does. Can we go downstairs? Go, let's go downstairs now. Let's go downstairs. Why? <laughs> because did you not see yeah. because the, lo- the critters? Because I, because I think we can like lock ourselves into a safe space there. So I I, I would recommend going downstairs. Okay. Wanda's okay, right. Listen to listen, listen to the invisible guy. Come on, let's go. Her name's not Wanda. <laughs> Is that really important right now? I mean, no, but like, you know. Hey, those creatures of light are coming in the front door. <laughs> no, but like, we can run and talk, asshole. Okay, we're getting downstairs. We're getting downstairs. Closing the door behind us. Can we lock the door? Yeah, it's a it's a traditional kind of open up and out cellar door. It looks like the house was kind of expanded around them okay. at some point. Um, but yeah, you're able to get inside and close them. And there's a way to bar them from in here. Okay. Huh. Get inside. There is a way to... um. Put a couple of basically metal bolts across. They look pretty heavy duty, but you're not sure. You know, they are still like lag screwed into the 
into the surfaces like you're not sure how much they'll hold up to really strong tugging if that happens hmm. but you are able to lock it and you are now in the basement so the basement very clearly ends too soon except there's a door so like there's a wall maybe 10 feet away from where you're standing at the bottom of the stairs right now all the stuff around you is like shelves it's standard overflow house storage stuff you know dry goods various pieces of equipment all pretty neatly stored but obviously no one's really been down here in a while it's all pretty dusty but then in the back is a door that is set into a solid stone wall. Is it a wood door or is it? The, the door itself appears to be wood, yes. And then the wall it's set into is cement. And that's like the fancy one that we need the key for. And I think I have the key that I need for yeah. that, right? Okay. Yeah. As far as you can tell, you have that key. You've never been in here. You've never used that key. But reasonable guess, that's the right key. Okay. Can we hear anything going on upstairs or can we see any light around the doors? Those are never terribly weatherproof. Make a wisdom check. The rest of you can also make wisdom checks if you have listen bonuses for various reasons to add them. I don't care about that. I want to search the basement. Okay. That is a nat one. Uh, you don't know. You're, you're really freaking out. Bloods was rushing in your ears. You know, Gex is there, so you're already kind of distracted. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and I don't have any magic, and these things are coming, and he thinks they're bad things. And so as irritating as he might be, he does know his stuff. Uh, I got a 27. Oh, All right. Sake. <laughs> I rolled a nine, but I'm adding this to, did you say wisdom? Uh, wisdom, your level and your lesson bonus. So I believe for you, because your wisdom zero, that's a plus seven to your roll. Yeah. So what is nine plus seven? 16. Okay. Vons, you have a rough sense of what's going on. You can hear that there's walking upstairs and that something is getting all chittery. Ericene, you have a better sense of it. You definitely hear what you imagine is those creatures based on the pace that you saw um, walking across the living room area, probably towards the slowly like starting to go across the space that you're in. So presumably heading toward the doors. At one okay. point, you also hear um, some alarm chittering and a snarl and then a screech. Oh, no. So the raccoons are in trouble. Probably, yes. And you go and yeah, um. You, you definitely hear them coming around towards that door. Grix, you were searching the basement. Yeah. I just want to go unlock the door. Okay. Grix, roll an intelligence check. Okay. To investigate the basement. Uh, 14. You don't find a lot of interest unless you're really into like canned goods. Um, You do find any reasonably standard piece of guarding equipment, though, you do find down here. So if you really want a giant pair of printing shears or like a weed whacker or some gasoline for said things. You have access to those. And then there's the door set into the wall. And from from your shop classes, you know that those are some pretty heavy-duty hinges for that door. So it's probably yeah. pretty thick and heavy and secure. Okay. Uh, I'll take a, I don't know, like a like a hoe. Hoe's funny. Okay. <laughs> you, you get a hoe. And, Ericene, you are unlocking the door. Yep. The key slides in. You go and you turn it, and you hear a very solid thunk. And the door does unlock. As this I... happens, you all are hearing um, those doors up top begin to rattle is too weak a word. It's just more of a <laughs> heavy thudding against the restraints repeatedly. And you can oh, see oh, um, the screws starting to loosen. And Open open the door. Open the door, Ericene. Ericene I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm doing it. Open the door. I was interrupted <laughs> by the Dave Sex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Flavor. I, I call up the stairs uh, 
hey, this uh, this house is owned by rich people and they have security <laughs> and it's already called the police on you. I don't think that matters to them at Shh. all. Oh, I you're right. We're open. not the rich people. I already people. said I did that. I already said I did that. <laughs> your, your friends are all distracted arguing with each other. Um, but, but you do have the door open and people can run inside. Run all right, inside. I push Aaron's seat inside and I grab Vaughn by, by his cloak thing and I pull him inside. Where is voice? I'm right here. Where's okay. <laughs> Grix, come in here. I'm coming. You, all, you right. all get inside as and you then we um, close, close the door. You, you hear the board start breaking on oh, that God. Other door. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get inside. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Does it open out into the basement or no? This this opens inwards, and you get inside and you shove it shut. Yes. And the inside of the store is made of a different material than the outside of the store. Okay. okay. What is it made of? What. This sure seems to be sheathed on the backside with metal okay. and is painted bright white along with the rest of this room. You do see several bolts that are of a similar design to the ones that were in the um in the other door, but bigger and heavier that you can slide across. And there's like three of them on each side. <laughs> that sounds good. I'll slam it closed and throw the bolts. <laughs> yeah, you, you shunk everything into place. Yeah, it's bolts onto like welded attachments on metal and going into like cement you are something could break down eventually but it's going to be a lot harder than a door great and you're in the secure room of this basement is this a panic room i'm gonna immediately start investigating the room yeah all right i'm gonna kind of assume everybody's investigating yeah. the room at this point it's nice that there's never been a suspense film or anything of that nature about panic rooms that that gives me a yeah. Sense of safety and security. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you all start looking around the room. So this room is some combination between a panic room and a study. As previously stated, everything is painted white. The floors and walls appear to be like a metal, you know, metal sheathing on presumably poured cement or wood for the ceiling. So solid addition on top of that stuff. The floor is cement and well polished and solid and then painted over. There is a large oak desk. There is a very nice chair. One wall behind the desk is lined with books. The desk itself has several things spread out along it. And then, so that would all be off to your left when you come in this door that's roughly in the center of the wall you came into. On your right, you see what sure looks like a gun locker. Ooh. And then um, several cases, like glass cases with various objects in it, like display cases running along the wall. Hey guys, hey guys. I'm immediately going to go to the gun case and see if I have the key to open it. I what? have no idea what those machines are, so I'm going to go over to the desk. And what, I want to see those other cases, but Bonds has something he wants to say. What, what, what if what if this is, is Ian's sudden break into the foray of, of escape rooms? And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the entire campaign is just an elaborate escape, escape room, so... Kelly, start looking for word puzzles. <laughs> the key is hidden in the toilet. <laughs> oh, is there a toilet? There is a bathroom at the back. Because you really don't want to have an escape or a panic room without a bathroom. <laughs> it's generally considered a bad idea. <laughs> all right. So you all start searching. So as we're searching, I am going to be like, fucking wealthy. What is happening? You yeah, seem you to know the beans. things. Ah. Fucking tell us what's going on. 
I have no idea what's going on. And I turn to, to, to the light show that is Gex and I say, what the hell is going on? Um, um, <laughs> okay, so it's kind of like, so all of you hear static. Make constitution saving throws. <laughs> Jesus! Oh yeah, that's a seven. Oh, I aced that. 18. That's an eight. With the nat one. Jesus. I used a different dice, too. Bonds, what'd you get? I rolled a 20. All right. So, wealthy. Um, Total or nat 20? Nat 20. And I don't even remember what I add on to... Well, it... It doesn't matter. You got a nat 20. Probably um, doesn't matter. <laughs> Grix, what was your total? Sorry. 18. All right. So you make it? Yeah. Wealthy, you take two points of damage as you get a splitting headache and a nosebleed. Ericene, you get a nosebleed. Grix? Huh? You feel the most unsettling feeling you've ever had. It's like every cell in your body is trying to shiver at once, but it does pass over you, and you're okay. And Vaughn's rolled a nat 20, which means that he hears a little... He actually hears what was said. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Good job. What got said? <laughs> so he said it was kind of like... So it's it's kind of like he got shoved into a whole different narrative and now everything's all screwed up. <laughs> So it's not even us doing this meta damage to ourselves. <laughs> Wait, shit, you heard that? <laughs> Usually people start screaming and bleeding. Is the 20 still taking effect? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I'm gonna say that's a I'm gonna say that's a running 20. <laughs> you can just okay. have this conversation. Everyone I... else keeps hearing like static and screeching of metal and <laughs> Yeah, I don't wanna like I, discover I go away and look at other stuff. I don't want to yeah. discover mid-sentence that uh, Vons's head has exploded from meta No, no, you're good. Wow. Or that ours has? <laughs> you're durable. I put my fingers in my ears. So yes, Vaughn Von wants to know what's going on. What do you mean? What are you even talking about? Well, um, okay. Leslie, short version for you. You're not where you're supposed to be. Duh! Thank you. <laughs> Trying to help here. <laughs> Those things probably took, like, your magic, right? Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, so you need to get back to where you're supposed to be. And honestly, you should really get your magic back before you go, or this place is fucked. Okay, do you, do you have any suggestion on how, do I, how I do that? I mean, there's no magic here. Um, I'm not sure how if, if I there's managed... no magic, how'd you summon me? That's what I'm trying to say. I do, I'm not sure how I summoned you. Well, then there must be magic here, and I'm just not able to to touch it do you know is there like a i don't know it's always different in this whole thing yes this is a very weird place did you find some weird journal of some dead person did yeah, you find yeah like, that's a what ring? i read it out of okay and I, I i grabbed the book as i was leaving the kitchen so i've got the book i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna read it i'm gonna look for to look through it for spells you, you start reading um real quick grix you find several things yeah there is an old headpiece made up of gold and silver and gems. Okay. In a case, there is a rather wicked looking dagger that has a curve to it, a tip, and then like a barb along the, uh, the curved main blade. Ooh. Okay. It's probably about two inches wide and, you know, six inches long or eight inches long. Like it's okay. a significant dagger. And also a couple of different, what sure look like scepters to you. 
and a necklace. And these are all in separate display cases that are lined with like velvet and um, have little placards identifying them. Okay. Uh, so I, I looked at the book before. Yeah. Uh, do I, do I, do any of these things look like they're from the book or have the same uh, writings or uh, inscriptions? The dagger has inscriptions on it that look very similar to those in the book. Sweet. I'm going to take it out. All right. Are, are Erosine's grandparents this universe's version of Mr. and Mrs. Hobby Lobby? <laughs> They've just got these random artifacts from. No, <laughs> no, because Hobby Lobby was doing it for racist reasons. My grandparents were doing it for colonialist reasons. That is probably very accurate, yes. An interesting um, distinction. Yeah, you find they're often intertwined. but I okay. mean, they mm. can be yeah, intertwined, but... Yeah, they hang out a bunch. <laughs> Ericene, your key does not open the gun safe, but it is a combination lock. It only has um, four numbers. Damn, uh, this is an escape room. Can I do a check to see if I can open it using my grandparents' anniversary or my mother's birthday or one of my grandparents' birthdays. You try your mother's birthday and it opens. Okay. <laughs> They're old people setting a password. Of course it's someone's birthday. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> the best part is... Now this you know is also already behind a lock, too. like a pretty major lock, so... Yeah. Um, what were you saying, Adam? Oh, the best part is now you also know how to unlock their phones and get into the computer <laughs> and the key to unlock the hot tub. I imagine I figured out what numbers they typically use, like, you know. <laughs> oh, ages ago. Ages yeah. ago. All right. Um, and then while you're all doing that, and while you're reading, we'll cut back to you in a second. Vons, you are having a conversation with Gex. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Vons's mind is a little bit... Uh, blown so tell me tell me about this uh magic there's magic what do you mean like magic magic uh, so there's magic but not here not really like i haven't really been here before but i can kind of you know taste it figure out how much magic there is i mean that's how you got me here right sort of is magic a stuff is it a particle or a wave <laughs> it depends <laughs> or yeah. it behaves like neither does it or have gravity it depends. There's gravity magic. Maybe not here, but... Oh, that's neat. So... Ericene wants to have uh, found some guns and uh, be handing them out. And as she approaches Vons with, like, I don't know, a shotgun, that seems appropriate for Vons to hand to him. She's going to be like, how are you doing that with your mouth? Um, don't worry about it. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're probably not understanding a lot of this. How 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 do we get back? You say that we're we're not even supposed to be here, but I was totally taking my finals. So, Wealthy's not supposed to be here. Don't tell her I actually know her name. It'll ruin the bit. <laughs> gotcha. So, you had a Wealthy, right? There was one here. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You can't, can't understand. Understand me. what he's saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they probably didn't get like fully switched but sometimes when something really bad happens to someone it kind of jolts them out of the narrative flow and that might have been what happened oh like when wealthy got kicked off of the school newspaper 
Not like that. Usually it's more of a near-death thing. It's... So it gets complicated, but basically... So if you've ever been telling a story, right? And you realize you got a detail wrong and you had to go back? Oh. Your world does the whole many-worlds quantum thing, right? Uh, string theory. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that. Not sure that directly applies, but I don't keep up on every world's physics. So... Basically, what happens is you got to go back and you start telling the story from a previous point again, right? Mm-hmm. So normally, the way you monkeys think about it, I guess you're a fox, so you're obviously superior to the monkeys. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, us a, animal folk got to stick together. So <laughs> I don't know where that was going. I feel weird about it. <laughs> also, are elves descended from monkeys? I have a lot of questions now. I'm just going to that conversation. <laughs> Vaughn just has both of so his ears many up. many questions. And... His head's tilted at that 45-degree angle that you see so, dogs do. Okay, so basically, like, I don't know. I know. I don't remember where I was. A good example. So I have to go back to earlier in this conversation, right? <laughs> <laughs> so by that whole many worlds theory thing, it would say that, like, the conversation hived off, sort of. There was a world where I got it correct all the way through, and then the world where I got it wrong. Or if we were going to do it the one way, like there was the world where I got it wrong. And then if we kind of rewind and start telling the story again, it goes back its original direction. Now there's two of them. That is both true and bullshit. Basically, what happens when you're doing that is there's a bunch of narrative energy that gets all snarled up with nowhere to go. And usually it centers around the person the thing happened to. So like if you have a traumatic experience and then you manage to survive and probably for some reason it kind of snaps back and something weird happens to you. Does that make any sense so far? I mean, does does this avoid the atom duplication problem? The matter duplication? I mean, we're dealing with magic, but do you mean like, can you have two of you in the same place sort of thing? Yeah. Uh, kind of, because it's not really time travel in the same way. Because like sometimes there's still like the two sets of universes or whatever still, but... Basically, with kind of that narrative backlash or that big event happening, it can snap back onto you and you can do things like get shunted into the wrong narrative. Usually it's something short, assuming it wasn't too crazy. Whatever happened to you, it could be real big. You could get trapped in some other universe forever, but usually it's like kind of a side story sort of thing. Oh. You know, short story where the world is like, okay, so that's where all that extra narrative energy went. Now we've expended that and we can continue on our way. So does narrative energy move in waves or is it particles? (laughs) (laughs) I guess waves, but not really either. Remember, this is kind of magic stuff. I'm sure some of your quantum shit probably applies. Little bit I know about that. It always seemed like an excuse for magic to me. So yeah, I just think it's cool how some matter just gets to go right through other matter. That is closer, yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah, nobody said it wasn't. Hey, guys, I'm just going to take an aside here because, I mean, how often do you get to hear people just kind of improv a feasible <laughs> explanation to both <laughs> parallel universes? Sure. All right. Pat on the yeah, back. Like this has been years in the yeah. coming up with, honestly, coherent, coherent bullshit like that. i'd suggest you don't think about it too much though (laughs) oh and we were doing so much better than austin powers for a second there all right 
Sorry, what? <laughs> oh, we were doing a better version than or we were doing a better uh, job than Austin Powers managed to for for like a second there until we did the don't think about it too much. Well, no, I mean, wink into camera. First off, don't do that. That's super dangerous. Um, I, I literally don't. I literally mean, don't you personally think about it too much. It can make you very sick or kill you. I'm amazed you're not dead right now. Oh, yeah, this is totally an out-of-body experience. It's probably so- got something to do with the mushrooms in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, dissociation is actually a really good way to handle it. Yeah. I have to say, this really still fits with the idea that in every universe, Vons is just a cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> immune to, like, the, immune to, like, the, you know, deleterious effects of normal physics. In this particular universe, do you suppose I'm Scooby or Shaggy? I'm still trying to figure that one out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think you're both. Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Definitely not supposed to hear that part. Oh, I know who's Daphne. Finger guns at Aaron. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) I'll take Velma since she's already come out. Rix's Fred. He's the most charismatic of all of us. That's fair. I always thought Fred was the least charismatic. But like like to the to the public. No, that's true. Not to the audience. I'm assuming that I have found something, so I'm going to go, hey, I found something. Yeah. You took some time with this. Roll an intelligence check just for Oh god. Fun and profit. Don't don't make you roll things. Don't make you use your stats. Your wizard training as <laughs> represented by dice. 14 on a um, primary. All right, that's enough. You've read a lot of spell tomes in your time. This would be melting Grix's brain, especially this universe's Grix's brain, but you're fine. So you flip through this and Gex was telling you about like drawing the magic back into you. Uh-huh. You find a spell for that. Okay. It requires at least three people. It requires the thing you are drawing the magic out of to be standing within a circle that is constructed in a certain way, you know, with various runes and sigils and stuff. It can be drawn on any surface. It just needs to not be like interrupted um, or disturbed. Okay. But it doesn't it doesn't have to be like being made in salt or anything. You can paint it on the floor and if the paint's dry, you're fine. And you need at least three people. You need to be chanting. And then ideally to make it work and to work better, you need... Some ancient-ass dagger. I look at what Grix is holding. Aha! Yeah, that sure seems like it. Yeah. The only thing I'm lacking is something to draw the magic out of. Okay, so I'm going to start going through um, the uh, the drawers in the desk. And and then, actually, I'm going to go over to the uh, to the cabinet that, that Ericene opened, and I'm going to start looking through that. Are you sharing this with us? I'm not really talking out loud. I'm just doing okay. things. What are you doing? Looking for something. The cabinet that Erisine was looking for, it's full of weird pieces of metal that are all attached together in weird ways. They kind of remind you of crossbows, sort of, but they're not shaped the right way. Oh, they actually God. kind of remind you of Vons' canister launcher, too. But again, they're like way too small. There's not enough parts. So there, there, are, no, there are no boxes or vials or anything like that. Nothing that's actually were... useful to me. No. Babe, I okay. thought you were afraid of guns. I don't know what that is. Um, No, I'm not finding what I'm looking for. Okay, what are so I'm going to go back to the desk. About? I'm going back to the desk and the books. Make an intelligence check for the desk. Wealthy. Just, just Ericene. Wealthy, Ericene. stop. Ericene. No, stop. Stop and just 22. talk to us. 
Well, it's good to know some things are constant. <laughs> Dex wasn't here for that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to save our lives. I'm trying to save our lives, Ericene. Just please. I'm trying to no, save us. No, you please. You what? seem to know what the fuck is going on. Fucking I have, talk to us. I have. I have no idea. All I have is yes, this book. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Listen to me. I have a book. It tells me that I can find my magic. I can get magic by doing this spell. I need to find something to pull magic out of. That means I need to find a magical item. And I didn't find it over there in that cabinet. So it's got to be over. I've got to find something over here in the Ta- desk tell or us- the bookcase. Oh, my God. Tell us what happened. Talk to. Tell us anything. We're a fiction in somebody else's universe. <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you, Ericene? I what don't happened know in any- the woods? What okay. is going on? Who do you think you are? This Who is do a you story think we are? Story. My real name is Adam. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> your nose starts bleeding. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna stop, and I'm gonna take a breath. I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna look at other Ericene. I'm gonna say, Ericene, I don't know what's going on. Literally, do not know. Anything. No, literally we just tell woods. me we what happened in the woods. In the woods. We came across a light and some runes and we ended up looking at, and and these creatures coalesced. I was I, I I got to a I got to a um a barrier in the woods and all my magic, what little I was able to touch was pulled out of me and these creatures coalesced and then they started chasing us. Vons and I ran back and you know everything that's happened since then. Okay. Hey, wealthy. Then who do you think that you are that you think you have magic? I know who I am. I'm wealthy. I'm a halfling wizard. I've been to university. You people are not the people that I know. Your names are the same. You look the same. But this is not the world I'm from. Way to believe in yourself. University sure looks a lot like uh, the school newspaper. Uh, Did these (laughs) beings have physical form before they started stomping after us? I don't know. They were a kind of mist, but they certainly weren't doing like movie stompy, crunching twigs kind of stuff. Hmm. Pre their interaction with uh, Wealthy. Okay. Okay, So they were nothing. So you're not my... Wealthy, and I'm not your Erisine. So we're going to figure out how to get you back. Yes. Yes, we were. Okay. We are going to get your wealthy back, and I'm going to go back home. But what I need to do is find something that has magic in it that I can draw into me so that I can protect you guys from the creatures outside and get me. I, I need to stop them so that when I leave here, they aren't still here and making this world a hellscape. Because I know what it, these but, creatures are capable of doing. But but isn't it just them? If they get they if they get ma- to us, if they but, get to us, they'll turn us into them. And then but, we'll go out and we'll turn more people into them. But it sounds like they stole your magic. Yeah, but I can't get magic out of them. To be fair, we haven't we, we haven't tried yet. We that would be tried. very dangerous. That uh, I I cannot sure, imagine that, that would but, like we know that they have the magic that you. That oh, motherfucker! All right. Does the spell require that the magic be in the circle with us? 
So you'd be standing at the edges of the circle, but yes, whatever you're drawing the magic out of has to be in the center, and you conduct the spell. It will theoretically pin whatever it is in place, and then you drive the dagger into it at the end of the spell. Okay, Erzine, you're very good. You're you're very... You might be... Okay, so I'm going to look at the spell again. <laughs> Does this mean that the circle will hold whatever's in it? Yes, assuming everyone who's casting it keeps their shit together. Basically, this is much like that previous one that you conducted uh-huh. to summon Gex, but on a bigger scale. You're going to need these other folks to hold this magic in their mind. They don't need to be magic users to do this, but they need to be able to like concentrate and stay calm and handle oh, the fact fudge. that they're going to be feeling something real <laughs> fucking ca- weird. Okay, okay. So I explain all of this to them. Erisene's right. It's probably going to have to come from the creatures. But we have to create a circle that they can get into. Once they're in it, they can't get out. We have to stand around the edge. And you guys have to think about me getting my magic back. You have to believe that that can happen. And you have to remain calm because you have to maintain the concentration while I'm performing the spell, pulling the magic into myself. And then at the end, I will be able to destroy them. Once I destroy them, I should at some point leap back to my own universe and wealthy will be here the, the wealthy you know will still be here. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it's like Quantum Leap. Well, oh, yeah, I love yeah. that show. <laughs> it's just like Quantum Leap. Oh, you guys, I love that show. <laughs> I'm it's loving so it good, too. right? I hope they reboot it someday. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure they're going to reboot it someday. <laughs> okay, so that's what we have to do. Erisine goes to the desk and starts uh, searching for like Sharpies. Or, you know, like a permanent, some sort of permanent marker to like, you know, scribble on the floor. The the desk is full of basically brand new writing stuff. I mean, there's some things on the desk too, but yeah, you find several pristine Sharpies, including one of those really large chisel tip ones you use for like writing on boxes. Oh, beautiful. Okay. They're they're spread in among your your grandfather's notes on possible solutions to overpopulation. (laughs) Charming guy. The 90s mm-hmm. and the aughts were a bad time for certain kinds of theories Is about this something climate that I already change. knew about? <laughs> Probably kind of. I mean, if English royalty was talking about fucking overpopulation. <laughs> yeah, it's not an uncommon thing to be talking about. And I think you're, you know, your grandfather spent a lot of time thinking about this kind of stuff. The, uh, I'm just going to give this to you since you're searching through the desk and since Balthy was looking through the desk. The notes on either improvements to things like Grix's arm for kind of a more transhumanist take on how to solve it versus going to space versus a bunch of weird shit involving potential solutions from um, ancient civilizations, including some sketchy ass looking texts that kind of okay. remind you of the one wealthy has. I'm going to draw some dicks on it, on his notes. <laughs> you succeed. <laughs> like just enormous dicks. Does he happen to have a set of bedding being hung in the corner somewhere that we can draw some dicks on? No. No, he keeps that he, he keeps that at the ski lodge, not at the summer home. <laughs> for all those uh, cross burnings at the ski lodge. Yeah, for all the cross burnings we need to do at the ski lodge. Jesus. Next Halloween, burning down that ski lodge. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we have to have another character have a near-death event for us to revisit this narrative. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So does anyone else want to talk to Gex or examine things in the room or anything like that? Uh, is there anything else that can be used as a weapon? There's all those guns. I oh, yes. did. Oh, yeah. I, I would have. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, you did hand out guns. Yes. Yes. You've been so provided a gun. I gave a shotgun to right. Vons and I think I would have given like a just like a handgun to to Grix. And sure. I have a handgun for myself. And I think that Wealthy would not have wanted to have a gun. My version of Wealthy wouldn't have wanted to have a sure. gun. Important question. Yeah, a couple. Which of you are actually trained in firearms? No. Vaughn's shot a sandwich that one time. You're, you're Vaughn's in this world, where you're just some kid who's graduating from high school. I think Ericene would have had like some, like a little bit of training. Which yeah brings me yeah. to my Guns, next question. But not like, she's not like extreme, like. Yeah, if you got taught how to fire a rifle by your family, you probably also got taught how to handle a pistol since you had pistols. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you've done really basic stuff. Grandfather did some hunting training shit, you know. I know how to like turn the safety off, and you know, not to point at anyone. While not you're to point it at people unless you plan to shoot the person, or you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. Adam, you said it led you to your next question. Yeah, um, buckshot. I assume. Yeah. If you provided a shotgun, yes. Okay. I think I would have given. Yeah, I think if I would have you given you, you know, the point and click yeah version. there's no there's probably barely any or no like you know slugs <laughs> sure for sure the shotgun <laughs> and um pump action that's what i was picturing yeah. okay yeah or double barrel um you know single firing pin for each kind of thing yeah but pump I, action is more fun let's go with pump action yeah yeah double barrel would basically limit him to the two shots you just need to know how to reload what's the problem <laughs> Just don't miss. <laughs> I don't think even you'll even know how to break it. Once you stop talking to the guy that makes me have a nosebleed, I uh, I give you a half full box of of cartridges. Okay. I don't know how hard it's gonna be. Vaughn's has probably seen enough movies to know which hole to like kathunk the the rounds into. Yeah, do you even know how to use that thing? Nope, I know that there's a trigger, and I know that if I pull it once and it doesn't go off, then I need to find a safety somewhere. That's that's pretty good, actually. I show you where the safety is for that one. <laughs> okay. And I show Grix where the safety is and how to how to uh, do that. And I'm like, if that one runs out, you're you're. I mean, just, you know, pray to whatever god you believe in. I guess I I don't know how to reload that one. Also, it occurs to me that. To the listeners, I gave all of the players that were not wealthy a secret objective. They yeah. all, at some point throughout the story, achieve those objectives. You all get one free reroll. Oh, cool. Oh, oh neat. But all right, y'all have your little lock and load montage. Um, I don't know what these machines are. Are they some kind of protection devices? Yeah, they shoot um, metal at people. And uh, pretty much, usually, if they hit, they will either horribly maim or kill the person. They're tiny projectiles, okay. but they're gas propelled, so they're real quick. They're, they're sort of like crossbows. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get it. Um, I'm not sure whether or not those are going, what those are going to do against these creatures. Um, although May and Alvin, May, May and the guard, they, um, they fight them, so apparently they can be fought. So maybe, th- maybe this will work. Um, so what we need to do is we need to set out most of the, uh, most of the circle, 
We need to get them inside the circle. I don't know whether they need to be alive or, or dead or, or hideously maimed, but they need to be inside the circle. We need to close the circle and then we need to do the, um, the spell. From your reading of it, they should be either alive or maimed. Probably. Okay. Try not to kill them. They need to be alive or maimed. You, you don't know okay. what would happen okay. if you if right. you killed them, if the magic would stay or if it would dissipate right. out somewhere else. Right. Okay. That makes I okay, so what I tell them is I don't know what would happen if they died. They've got my magic. I don't know if it would if it would dissipate somehow into a into a state where I can't access it. So let's try not to kill them, but don't okay. worry about maiming them. So we get them into the circle. And then we put holes in them, and then the magic comes out. No, I have to do a spell to get the magic out. So Ugh. it's like one hole in them. But if we kill one of them, no, then... no, I need all. I, I need. I really probably need all my magic in order to get home. This whole conversation has been punctuated by thudding against the door. Okay, so <laughs> so they have to be both. So we have to get both of them maimed. Yes. In Let's the say that. Yes. All else fails. Is one okay, or... One is okay, two is preferable. Okay. Okay. Got it. Just so as y'all know, throughout this whole thing, as soon as uh, Ericene found out that that's not her wealthy, she looks like she could cry at any second. (laughs) And this is killing wealthy. This is just killing her. we're Um, We're getting your wealthy back. Um, okay. So I'm going to look through the desk and I'm going to find, I hope, a really big marker. Uh, a marker has been found for you. You oh, weren't okay. super clear on what those are, but Ericene okay. hands you one. <laughs> one of like the like big chisel tip ones. It, it looks like a pen, so. It does, but it's all plastic and has a calf. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to make three quarters of a circle. And the, the quarter circle that's open is directly in front of the door, facing towards the door. And then I'm going to put any of the runes that I need to in it. And then... Um, oh, you can, you can complete the circle. They just oh, need okay. to have stepped inside of it. They just need to... Then, then the circle is complete. Then we need to herd them in. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I, I, I admittedly forgot an important detail. <laughs> <laughs> and that is? Uh, uh, at least three of you have to bleed on this circle as well. <laughs> for the spell to really work. It will, okay. it will work without the bleeding, but it will not pin them in. Okay. Or paralyze them. If you bleed, it will stop them. Okay. Wait, we gotta bleed after? You gotta bleed onto the circle, kind of, as you're doing the spell. Okay. Preferably one or more of you with that dagger. Okay. I'm gonna take the dagger. Rick, can you pay? Can can I have the dagger? Yeah. Yeah, here you go. I'm going to stand stand at the edge of the circle. Once they're in, I'm gonna cut myself. I'm gonna cut whoever's to the right of me and whoever's to the left of me. And then we're going to do, and then I'm going to start doing the spell. What I need you guys to do is, is concentrate on the magic, whether you believe in it or not, just concentrate and remain calm. This will all be over in a few minutes. Vaughn subconsciously sidesteps away from. (laughs) (laughs) Here, let Grick stand beside her. (laughs) Yeah, I'll stand beside you. (laughs) Ericene is like, okay, so. Clearly, Vons doesn't want to get cut with the fucking weird-ass dagger my grandpa collected from somewhere that he shouldn't have. And uh, so, like, I guess I'll be one of the people who gets uh, cut with the dagger. It, it, it doesn't have to be much. It's just it's just going to be a small cut across the hand. 
Okay, but still, like, clearly Vons doesn't want to do that. No. And also, he I gave him the perfect gun to, uh, you know, subdue the, 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 bad, the bad things. So yeah, I'll be doing all kinds of this. You, you make right. these guys bleed, I'll make those guys bleed. Okay, um, then what we need to do is we need to open the door and and I would say that we need to to um, we need to disable them in some way. And I'm I'm not used to taking people out without magic. I mean, and I don't do that very often. Although I did kill a dragon recently, but Bro, um, what <laughs> the, the door um, deads inwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just um, we we need to we need to disable them so that we can get them into the circle. Is okay. everybody prepared to do that? As soon as they're close-ish, I'm just going to take out their legs. That sounds good. Yeah, I was going to just, like, shoot them in the legs, too. Okay. You might want to get an arm. Might might take out an oh, arm as well. Oh, yeah! I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Get their swingier arms. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, so I'm standing at the head of the circle. Yeah, I figure you're standing furthest from the door. And yeah. You have yeah. one person on each side of you, kind of on the other thirds, or they'll move into place. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to open the door. You guys are going to shoot them. Oh, we can just wait for them to come in. If we have to, we'll drag them into the we'll drag them into the circle, and then we'll start the pro- the. Uh, well, what if we wait until they're already in the circle before we like you know they're almost in the circle before we start shooting them? Okay, we them. can do that too. They're 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 not good they're not good creatures, so they're going to try and take you out. So just shoot them when you ha- when you absolutely have to before they get you. Well, what if we like go further like. What what if we go to like you know further past the the circle, have the door open at that point, and then like once they advance into the circle, we'll yeah we'll shoot just stand them. behind the circle. We'll just put the circle between us and them. Okay, somebody's got to yeah. open the door. The door screeches. One of the bolts breaks off and it bends inwards. Okay, oh, yeah, I think the door's handling itself. I'm not going to worry about opening it from here. Yeah. Okay. Just get ready. That sounds good. I'll stand right here. I got the I got the. Uh, the dagger in one hand, and I got the book in the other, and I'm ready to start reading the the spell out. Where okay. is Gex? Right here. Kind of okay. where you need me to be, honestly. I can't physically affect anything. Right, right. But I want to make sure, how, how how are you going to get, get back home? Or do I, you need a ride home? I can, I'll probably follow where you go. I'm only kind of here. Honestly, once you're gone, the spell that summons me will go away. So I'm okay. not too worried about it, but I'll probably follow along until you're out of here just in case. Okay. All right. How's, that how's it looking from your end, Mr. Disembodied Voice? I mean, it sure seems like a plan. I don't know. Okay. It's <laughs> about as good as you're going to get, honestly. <laughs> do, you, do you think you could try to trip them a little? They will literally walk through me. That's far less useful. Yeah. And honestly, it's extremely painful. So uh, I'm good. Thanks anyway. Okay. So we're waiting for the. So since we don't want to open the door, we're waiting for them. I to I don't crash know. Through. I think we. I think I could just you know step over and unbolt the door. That sounds good. All right, Erisine, you step over. You quickly unlatch all the bolts and step back as the door is slammed into one more time. Swings open very hard, smashes against the wall like another bolt or like one of the hinges just breaks off. Not and sure these two we creatures needed to start, do that. These two creatures start stalking into the room. All yeah. right. Well, as, as soon as Vaughn's has a fix on the creatures, he's going to aim at their uh, at their knees and start just firing one round after the other. Should we be rolling initiative? We should Shouldn't be. Yes. We have like waited. I mean, we were going to wait for them to get onto the circle. 
Yeah, probably, but Vaughn started firing, so uh, roll initiative. <laughs> well, I want them to have their legs, like, halfway out. Like, Buckshot can sometimes take a minute. Everybody roll a d10. <laughs> we don't know if they can feel things. <laughs> Damn it. Ooh, yeah, I got a one. Okay, uh, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, <laughs> four, three. Me? Erisine? This is a real deep room, right? <laughs> Grix, did you say you were also at three? Yeah, yeah, we're both yeah, there. Yeah, Wealthy, Erisine, and Grix. And then Vons oh, wow. is at one. All right, the uh, the creatures go first. They stalk toward all of you. This is a reasonably deep room. However, they will start reaching you guys, and I assume you're spread out enough to not shoot each other, which means that they can probably reach at least one of you without stepping into the circle right away. And so, Vons, since Vons is not getting cut, I'm imagining is furthest to the outside. And so, Vons, one of the creatures goes up to you and attacks. Well, that's not good. Even with your snazzy leather jacket, or like punk army surplus jacket with studs and shit, if I remember right. It's one of those like green army surplus jackets with all the pockets. Yeah, this guy gets like a 23. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so. Against my AC. Yes. Of, um, I've got that written down here somewhere. Of 14. Not as high as 23. No. Bonds, you take 10 points of damage. Oh, no. As you are backhanded and fly backwards and like careen over the desk and fall behind it in a heap. Well, there goes that plan. All right. The other creature is probably headed toward Wealthy, which is going to put it in the circle. And actually, I think puts it in the circle at this round, but the other one's outside of it still. All right, Wealthy, you're up. Uh, uh, somebody shoot it. Somebody disable it. Uh, there's, yeah. n- there's not much I can. Okay, I'm going to uh, actually, I'm going to uh, put the book down on the ground and I'm going to cut cut my hand and start bleeding onto the surface and at the same time I'm going to shout you guys need to disable it and get the other one in there because I'm getting ready to start the spell all right Erisine um I will shoot the one that attacked bonds all right roll an attack roll you'll be using dexterity like with any ranged attack so roll base to hit dexterity mod that is 19 plus one. All right. You shoot it and you hit it square. What, what were you aiming for? The legs? Uh, Yeah, I would have been aiming for like the. Yeah, like it's like it's definitely its legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You shoot it clean through the thigh. It kind of we're actually not clean through because it just stops inside the creature somewhere. You see it kind of jerk like it, you know, it felt the physical force. And then it just turns toward you and starts walking your way. Oh, it's Jesus. You do notice a, a trickle of some of that silvery light that appears to be trailing behind it, but basically evaporating as soon as it hits the floor. Can I also run around so that I am so that I, I put the the circle between me and it? I was kind of assuming you were there already. So, yes. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's I just want to make sure that I. Mm-hmm. If it's trying to stagger toward me, yeah, the circle, the circle, yep. it has to go through the circle to get to me. Grix, uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll take a shot. Which one? The one in the circle or the one that's stalking towards Arasine? Uh, I'm across the circle from Arasine. 
yes, but you can divide the circle into thirds so you're not firing at each other. Right. But what I mean is that if I fired at that one, it would even more likely come towards the center of the circle. Maybe if it's distract, like if it's you're, you're basically between Erisene and this creature. You're off to the side a little bit, but as far as circle getting into, oh, you're okay. on the side closer to it. Oh, gotcha. In that case, I'm going to uh, edge around back towards uh, wealthy. Okay, just kind of get out of the way. Yeah, and then and then shoot that one. The one um, in the circle, or the one that's stalking Erisene. Okay, you shoot it. Yeah, and er- and wealthy still needs to stab me. So yeah, yeah. Uh, roll an attack roll. All right. All right. I got a 16 on the dice. So that's a uh, uh, 22. You hit. All right. I assume you're aiming for the legs on this one as well. Uh, or not. You can just be shooting it. Eh, just, just Not just meat. Torso. Center mass. Okay. You, you hit it square in the chest. Ah! It staggers back a step uh-huh. and then recovers and keeps walking. It does seem a little bit slowed. Great. And... It's still focusing on Erosine. Cool. It's almost like I'm a kobold. How close is it to being in the circle? It will be in the circle next round. Okay. As it advances. And and where's the other one? Is it in, in the, the circle in walking the circle? towards you? So it'll okay. reach you next round. Oh frack. All right, Bonds. Yo. You are behind a desk. You're seeing stars. Oh, I'm behind a desk. You're, you're okay. You can stand up. That like that'll be your movement probably, but you can you can get yourself up. <laughs> Okay. And do something else still. So this uh, hmm, magic zombie. Have have we given these names? Megolums. <laughs> what are they? They're like they're things, people shaped. Not real specific. Wraiths. Yeah. Ooh. I like wraith. Wraith is pretty close. That's a fun. Yeah, one. that one's good. <laughs> Thanks, Grix. Got panache. <laughs> um, <laughs> Grix would say panache, or sorry, not Grix. Uh, Gex. Grix would also say panache, but oh, Grix! Grix, I'm sure loves the word panache. It it also it, that's something that Grix and Gex definitely have in common. Yeah, I like to put it on my pancakes. <laughs> so, uh, this uh, this uh, wraith is heading towards the circle anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's one that's in the center of the circle, going towards Wealthy and reaching for her. All right. Well, uh, I think Vaughn's just wants to get that shotgun pointed right at it as soon as possible the one going to wealthy or the one that's walking towards erisine and getting into the circle the one that's walking towards erisine okay so you just want to shoot that one too yep soon as possible i'm not even sure how concerned vons is with getting up you have to point that thing at erisine in order to shoot okay i I realize we don't have a map but basically yeah vons has a clean angle especially because grick stepped closer to wealthy all right so vons roll a Roll a d20 attack roll, add your dexterity, and your base to hit. Roll to 14. Uh, Dex is plus one, base to hit is three, so... 17. 17. Yeah, um, you hit it as well. It's kind of got its side to you, so you hit it in the arm. It stumbles sideways again. All of you get the sense that this thing is... Um, it's hurt. Like it, it, That arm goes kind of limp as it keeps going forward. Most people would like be on the ground at this point, but it, it looks pretty fucking hurt. <laughs> just in the way it's moving has changed. It's uh it's like moving with, you know, a dislocated or recently injured limb. Like you can still right. move the same way as you would, but like it's much weaker and less steady. I sure hope we can collect all that magic leaking out of it. The magic does appear to be essentially evaporating into the air. Uh oh. 
Let's hustle along. All right. Everyone roll a d10. Yes. Kidding me. I got a one again. All right. Ten. That's what you mean. Nine. Ericene. Yes. Ah, same as last time. And then Vaughn's here hanging out at one. Yep. Cool. Wealthy, you're up. Okay. Um, I don't have any way to deal with these things. And I don't think that I should be stabbing them with the with the Barbie knife. So I am going to reach over to Grix, grab his hand, and um, since 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 the monsters seem to be getting really close to being inside the circle, I'm going to grab Grix's hand and I'm going to cut him and put his hand over the line on the floor. Mm-hmm. Grix bleeds onto it, and wealthy, you can feel. That twinge of magic that started when you started bleeding, actually. Okay. As you feel it just grow stronger. That's good. Oh, how many hit points do I lose? Does it matter? You don't really One. lose any hit points for this. Okay. You're, it's an intentional wound. So. Okay. If you if you need to grab onto something with your hand for dear life, then we might care about it. But. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. Erisine. I will. Um, can I both shoot the thing and put my hand out to Wealthy to get cut? You kind of have to do one or the other in order to get cut and drip on the thing. I'll shoot the... Preferably the I one that's coming after me. I will shoot the one that's going after Wealthy. All right. Roll a, an attack roll. 10 plus 1 plus 2. 13. You just can't get an angle where you're not where you're not positive you won't hit like Grix or Vons. Okay. So you basically, you, you try to compensate as much as possible and thus end up missing your, your grandfather's desk uh, burst into splinters on the front <laughs> <laughs> all right Rix. yeah uh i uh i will um god i, I don't know what to do now um <laughs> are they they're both they're both contained no not yet the one that is walking towards erosine will be contained when it has its turn but the one right. that is going toward wealthy will also having a chance to attack on that turn because they go together okay yeah um in that case uh i will uh could i do a defensive action where i protect wealthy sure yeah are you gonna shoot or are you gonna just get in the way well we're not supposed to kill him and i don't want to risk that i just want to like yeah i want i want protect wealthy so i I will uh like like yeah distract it get in the way okay grix is between Wealthy and the creature, and thus also inside the circle at the moment. No, well, that I okay, that's not what I meant. Because Wealthy's standing at the edge of the circle. Yeah, so. okay. Um, <laughs> the one that is stalking toward Wealthy has not been shot at all, for whatever that's worth. Okay, all right. In that case, I'll shoot it. I'll just shoot it. I shoot it. I shoot all it. Right. I roll terrible. I got a 13, 14. You, uh, you miss. You hit the floor. <laughs> it, Damn it. It, it ricochets. <laughs> it doesn't hit anybody, but it buries a nice hole. Actually, shit, the walls are metal, aren't they? Um, it ricochets again, and it skitters off somewhere. Miraculously not hurting anybody. Oh, God. Buckshot's got to do terrible in here. Don't miss. Bonds. Speaking of. <laughs> Bonds, you're up. Okay. Um, does Vons have a clear shot at the thing that's near Wealthy? Uh, yeah, you can you can run around to Wealthy's like other side and get a decent shot off. Okay, so long as it... Uh... You basically circle straight the circle until you get a clear shot. Yeah, and that's that's got to be like just a couple steps, right? Yeah, it's it's easy. Okay, so yeah, we'll do that. That sounds great. All right, roll a d twenty. Okay, roll a fifteen. 
Mm-hmm. And we're adding the, is it dex? Yeah. So the three plus one, four. So that's 19. All right. You hit it. Were you shooting for the legs? Yes. Cool. Uh, roll a d6. Call it odds or, e- or call odds or evens. I won't roll a d6. Oh, I'll call evens. Congratulations. You cause it to stumble back just enough to arrest its forward momentum so it won't quite be able to reach wealthy this turn. Oh, wonderful. Oh, neat. All right. So it stumbles back. It recovers and starts advancing towards Wealthy again. Wealthy, its hands are, you know, three inches away from your face ah! as the other one stepped into okay. the circle. Okay. And we roll initiative again, because <laughs> that was the end of the round. Ah! Roll high, Wealthy. I rolled yep. high. Do it again. Uh, ten is Wealthy. Oh, great. Shit, all right. All right, uh, ten, Wealthy. Nine. Ericene. Eight, seven, six, five. Bricks. Vons is at three. All right. Wealthy, you go first. Okay. I'm going to turn away from Grix, whose hand I just cut, and I'm going to grab Ericene's hand, and I'm going to cut her hand. Um, I'm probably going to cut her deeper than I intend to, because I am trying to make sure that it's only one cut that we can get this done. So I'm going to take it, I'm going to swing her hand over the line, and I'm going to start the incantation. All right. Everyone is now bleeding successfully. (laughs) <laughs> I need intelligence checks from all three people that are doing this spell. Oh my god. Okay. Bleeding successfully is the name of my emo band. Oh no! That would be a 12. Mm-hmm. Total? Yes. All right. 25. Ah! 14. All right. Ericene succeeded by a huge margin. So wealthy, much like in your normal reality, you <laughs> lean on Ericene a bit here. <laughs> And the three of you manage to keep this spell going. Like, you get unsteady, but again, Ericene succeeded by a fucking country mile, so. (laughs) And then Grix did a good solid entry and does not need assistance. So, between the three of you, you manage to cast this spell. And a wall that kind of, you know, starts very solid at the bottom and gets wispy at about, you know, two feet tall of uh, Shadow that kind of rises like smoke, but in a very narrow band, forms around these creatures. Wealthy, the one that was reaching towards you, its hand, paw, whatever, smacks into some sort of wall, like right as it is about to hit you, right where the line of the circle is. I'm doing the incantation. I'm doing the incantation. All right, you... The creatures are both going to be trying to attack. One tries to attack Ericene, the other tries to attack Wealthy, but they're being held back by the circle. Unless anyone wants to do anything to interrupt it. The (laughs) wealthy, uh, you finish the incantation and then you need to stab these things. Does that mean I have to step into the circle myself? Yes. And you need a dexterity check to do it quickly enough before they can try to attack you. 18. And that is a prime. Ah, you do it like you've been murdering things in ritual circles your whole (laughs) life. You go, you just step in, you do a real quick jab into one of them, even as it reaches for you. And then you stab the other one right in what would probably be its kidney. (laughs) <laughs> as it goes after Ericene and is distracted and you feel your magic rush into the dagger and <gasps> up your arm and into you it still doesn't feel quite right but the creatures begin to dissipate until they are that kind of thin fog that you saw before and then that appears to evaporate up through the ceiling and off to somewhere alright so Woo. Oh, yay yay Outside, you hear the crash of thunder and the beating of rain. Yay! I don't remember it raining before. Yeah, no, that's new. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what happens now? 
uh, well, I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, I'm going to look at the book again. Is there something in there about me disappearing? Nope. Do I need to do anything further? Get help me. Yeah, local. Well, not local. Eldritch creature at your service. <laughs> Apparently an eldritch here. Neat. Uh, yeah, you're probably going to try to get home. And judging by that sound outside, I'm guessing all this magic flying around did not do well for this particular uh, reality. <laughs> so I, I'd hurry up. It'll probably be pretty obvious. Um, if not, that dagger might be able to lead you where you need to go. Okay. All right. I concentrate kind of like on a the drowsing dagger. rod. Uh, a drawing care? rod. Whatever that thing is. Dowsing. <laughs> Uh, I draw, I, um, I oh, yeah, concentrate drowsy. on the dagger. All right. You concentrate on the dagger and it, it's pulling me. It's very gently pulling you towards, you think the lake. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to head towards the lake. All right. You, you climb upstairs. What are the rest of you doing? I follow her. Yeah. yeah. Standing back up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, po- point, pointing my gun, doing, doing the whole like uh tactical, uh, actually covering her like i've seen in movies wealthy as you get upstairs make a dexterity saving throw uh that's an 18 plus 5 is 23 plus 1 is 24 some sort of raccoon shaped creature made of light leaps at you as you get out of ah! the, the cellar <laughs> but you you bring up your dagger and basically just spear Stab it. it and you feel the last of the magic that you again things feel off but you feel more magic rush into you. Okay. What the fuck was that? <laughs> that was what would have happened to everybody in this world if I hadn't, if we hadn't stopped that, those creatures and I head out to the lake. We all would have turned into light and gotten stabbed by... What? <laughs> I head out to the lake. So you start to head outside. It is gale force winds. It is oh, pouring man. like rain and sleet. Delightful. The lake itself is just frothy and wavy and you know full of waves, except for the center, which has a beam of moonlight hitting it directly, and something strange is happening to the surface. It's kind of roiling a bit. And how far away is the center? Um, well, the center center is actually pretty far away. That this spot is not actually full center; it's going to be half a mile away, and ain't no one got time for that. <laughs> it's like a hundred yards or so off the shore. You'll have to swim to it. Okay. Um, can I go out on the dock? Yes. Okay, I'm going to run out to the dock. I imagine... I'm just going to go out to the dock. I'm going to shed as much uh, of the heavy clothing as I've got. And I'm going to jump into the water. All right. The rest of you, you see Wealthy, you know, hastily throw off any and all excess clothing and dive into the water of this roiling, awful lake. How are y'all feeling about that? I start crying. I do start (laughs) crying now. And I'm just trying to get home. I'm just trying to get back to my world. Because I just don't and... know what's happening. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm swimming. I'm swimming really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Bonds and Grix, how you doing? <laughs> uh, s- scared? Sad? Like, still watching and covering her? All right. And Vons. Uh, uh, Vons follows her at least to the edge of the water. All right. So he goes out to the dock. Yeah, wants to see as uh, as far in as he can. Yeah, um, you'll have a better view than everyone else by a good margin. Oh, I mean, like, I was following oh, yeah, we always her followed down to her the, that far. like, okay. down to the water. Yeah, so some loose branches that have broken off, like, whipped past you guys, but it's nothing too big. <laughs> so you all kind of hunker down and watch. Um, wealthy, make a dexterity. We can do dexterity. It should be strength, but we'll call it dexterity. 
check for just maneuvering through the water. Strength rolls, not our party strong suit. Ba-dinch. 14. It's hard to maneuver as waves froth up in this lake and the wind whips at you and there almost feels to be a current. Like it seems like you're almost being tugged sideways as the lake kind of starts to circle around this column of moonlight. The sky besides that column of moonlight is dark roiling storm clouds and lightning flashes between them. But you reach the spot, which now that you're there, as you look at the surface, it looks like it's being rained on from underneath. Small droplets of water kind of go up from the surface and form like little, you know, orbs, like they're being slowed down, slowed down and then kind of dissipate. Okay. Um, can I, okay, I'm, I'm going to tread water for a second and I'm going to look down into the water. You think you see some sort of glow probably down where you'd guess the floor of the lake is. Okay, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to look at these people who are my friends and then I'm going to dive down into the water. All right, you give your your friends one last look and you dive down. I knew she could Bye, wealthy. (laughs) (laughs) You start swimming down, down, down. This is not a shallow lake, but you go and you reach the bottom, except it isn't the bottom, not really, not in this column you find yourself swimming down into a cave uh-huh. that is full of plants that wave in the current such as it is. You feel currents kind of start and then dissipate without any sort of coherency to them. These plants all glow and they're the only light in this dark cave except for the fish that are going by. Everything from eels to some sort of enormous fish with fins that look almost like wings with feathers, you know, covered in glowing lines. Mm-hmm to something that, if you knew what it was, would certainly be an enormous anglerfish, (laughs) except it's combined with a shark that appears to have decided to ignore you for the moment as you keep swimming down. You're running out of breath as you keep on swimming, and you see a figure swimming towards you. You pass it as you feel this flip sensation in your stomach as gravity seems almost to reverse. What was down is now up. You don't get a super good look at the figure going past you, but it appears to be some sort of short humanoid themselves going the other way. You want you can gaze more deeply and make a wisdom check to try to see more. No, no, I, I'm going to keep going. All right. So you're swimming. You're now swimming upwards. There are paths in every direction, various tunnels and caves and little grottos and whatever. But you do see above you what looks to be the surface. As your vision is starting to grow dark around the edges. I'm, I'm headed I'm headed toward the surface as fast as possible. You you paddle as fast as possible, your your breath is, you know, screaming in your chest. <laughs> Everything burns. And you break the surface. Ugh. And you open your eyes. You are being rained on. Your back is on wet grass, you'd guess. Ericene's mom is leaning over you. Ah! <laughs> along with uh, Keith. You're very disoriented. And your leg hurts like hell. Ah! Ah! Okay, um, uh, what happened? What, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Aramith just goes, um, it, it's okay, it's okay. Nothing too bad happened. <laughs> Ignore this next thing. You see her pull something really hard and you feel a super hard pinching sensation ah! around your thigh. Oh, that worked. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gonna be okay. Hopefully, maybe. And that's where we'll end the Halloween episode. Yay! Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. 
For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all of our blazed posts. Castles and Crusades is published by Trolllord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. This week's editor was Ian, who is me. Thank you, me. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. Bet you wish that you stayed in the place with the cell phones, huh? <laughs> Could have had a sidekick. <laughs> I, I, I wish that Wealthy had like at least waved to her counterpart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew what I knew what she was, and and I was I was perfectly content to let her go, to go live her life. But Ian, but Ian, like for real though. <laughs> Could you just, like, <laughs> give the rest of us a fucking happy ending? Yeah, what happened to the rest of the... Squeeze? What happened to the rest of us? I don't know. There's no POV character. I'm giving you shit. All right. So that's... <laughs> so Wealthy disappears underneath. A few seconds later, the storm just stops. Like, you see a branch kind of go from whipping towards you, just sort of tumbling into the water. Like skipping along underneath the dock. Mm-hmm. It's still night, but the stars are back. The clouds are gone. There's a bit of glowing fog. You think maybe somewhere in the woods, but that's probably just a trick of the moonlight. And you wait, and you wait, and you wait. And then some small figure's head pops out of the surface of the lake, <gasps> gasping incredibly loudly <laughs> for air. Wealthy! And that's where we'll end that. <laughs> Yay! 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 things they want to ask yeah i do want to clarify kelly do you need to be fucked running or fucked in your life because you keep going back and forth and it's confusing it's so unusual wow, that Wit, like, her. says a joke that so perfectly like ruins another member of the cast we must mark ready. this moment that was so good though <laughs> Excuse me. Um, ah, you're good. Fine. Oh, you, you killed me, Wit. You, uh-huh. you laid me good out deal. dead. <sighs> this is a resurrected corpse. Oh, God. Good deal. All right. Now we're good to go. Okay.